due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. The musicals are back and everyone's at the theatre and I'm not a hack. It's episode 101 of Idol Matinee. Here we are again. So it's hello from me, Ben, and it's hello from Greg. Bonsoir, Schumer, Pell, Gregoire. And it's hello from Chris. I'm taking cocoa before bed. Maybe it's time to switch the heating on. Happy autumn. And it's hello from Johnny. You asked me once, said O'Brien, what was in room 101. I told you that you knew the answer already. Everybody knows it. The thing that is in room 101 is the worst thing in the world. It's me, Johnny Ribena. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Idol Matinee podcast. Can you believe it? Episode 101, and we're really getting in our stride now. So uh, this week's episode, I'm sure we've got loads to talk about. Uh, Perfect episode if you're a first-time listener, ongoing listeners. Thank you very much for coming back. Uh, No sponsors, no adverts, no bet adverts. You know what it's like. I'd probably go back to 100. We just roll on, rolling on. So let's start. Let's just get straight into the thick of it this week with a little section that I like to call Slice of Life. We've all been given another week on God's green, lovely planet. God's green earth. We've all been given one Fuck more week. What are you going on about, you cunt? We've it's all been given... blue, mostly, isn't it? Jesus God's Christ. God's blue earth. So, but Sorry, I need to swear less. I, I've listened to last week's ep- uh, episode. Why well, edit it in it? Oh, Christ almighty. Swearing is when you can't find That's, another word to replace you're it. You're no shit. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, no... Oh, God. I mean, sometimes you need to swear, but yeah, I could do swearing less. They're, they're talking about that on um, Thingy's podcast this week. Adam uh, Bucks, Adam yeah, Bucks I heard doing that Vic Reeves. Reeves. quite funny, yeah. That's what he said. He yeah. said that was what I just said. You just quote, you, yeah, you quoted him. Right, yeah. So, we've all been given another week on God's blue stroke green stroke brown earth. What... Uh, oh, celebrate uh, this week. You've been given one more week. What have you been doing this week? Let's start with... Who wants to go first? Oh, well, I, may as well, I, I think I went go last, on, last time I would as well go get on, off my go chest on. I thought you weren't going to talk this week Yeah I know I might as well do a bit And then I could shut up for a bit <laughs> uh, um, Have you wasted it? No what did I do? Did I, I, was ne- I nearly did a day's work But then talked myself out of it Because I, th- I thought it was going to Well I got up and it was really rainy Wasn't it on Monday Was it Monday? About half an hour it? Yeah so the guy So Eunice Your dad's mate apparently Johnny you know, yeah. Yeah, old Eunice, yeah, he came around, he's like, oh, because he saw me on a ladder, and was like, oh, you can climb a ladder, can you come and clean my gutters? Welsh. Yep, obviously. Um, I think he's, he's Moroccan, or Asian, he's Asian, or Moroccan, I don't He's know. from Kashmir. Well, there you go, yeah, India. Yeah, Indian then. Is that right? Well, it was Kashmir's like, is it, Pac- or is it between Pakistan yeah, and... Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> There's a, a nice old chap who wanted his gutters cleaning, but he didn't want to cli- climb a ladder himself. Uh, he's too old to climb a ladder. So I said I'd go and do it. Um, but the problem is about Did the ladder. Did he give you a dress when you turned up? No, he said I said I was going to... He said he, d- he had a ladder, but he goes, oh, it's no good. But he, he actually said it's too narrow. And I don't really give a fuck about that. But I thought at the time he meant it was too short or something. Uh, or the ladder wasn't good enough, it was too short. Anyway, I was going to go get a ladder from yours and then walk it down there, but then I thought, fuck that. And That's then I saw well, the ladder. That ladder's well heavy. Exactly, to carry, yeah. yeah. And I, I thought the reality of that, I thought, oh, my electric skateboard, maybe, because I could carry it on one shoulder. 
and then because it's not it's not as heavy when you're on the electric electric skateboard because you're not walking with it. It's quicker. You know what I mean? Yeah, so but you go like, eh, really fast. Just hold on to it. Are you talking about impossible. the fully? The I've one, done it before. I've done similar things. The before, one that goes like, halfway up the side of a house before it's extended. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. going to carry that on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, on an electric, on an electric skateboard. skateboard. You get the right balance. As if you've you're got storm- it balanced, perfectly balanced on your shoulder like that. So as if you're storming the Bastille. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway moot mo- point. Moot point. Cause I didn't. I didn't mind my electric skateboard, and it was raining that morning. I was like, oh, it's too rainy to do a uh, job like Did that. Did you let him know? And then yeah, but then as it got to quarter ten, the fucking all the birds came out. The rainbow. Okay, I was like, la, da, 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 like perfect weather and I was like um, I looked at the phone and it's like oh no but it's going to rain later so like yeah no, it's, it's going to piss it down all day so I phoned him up and was like oh it's going to be raining all day today mate I'll come and do it when it's better and then um, the, ra- the weather was perfect obviously all the, for the rest of the day but then I had the fucking podcast to edit I knew you lot would be on my fucking case so would you like it to rain so it's your lot's fault would you like it to rain for the rest of your life uh, yeah so I can watch Netflix rain and on feel me, guilty. Me, me, no obviously not um because I want to play tennis and take my drone out occasionally. Remember that, the drone? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What about, I was thinking uh, about it today? Got any dentist stories? So I didn't go there. Yes, but I had the dentist on Tuesday. So I went to the dentist on Tuesday to finally, after episode uh, 230, episode 89, if you, you look back, if you bother to look back, don't bother. Nah. Um, yeah, I, was, I went to the dentist uh, and I never actually got went to the dentist. I went to the dentist and they diagnosed me with a cracked tooth. Um, and, they said, and they said I've got to take my, they said they had to take that filling out and put a new one in. Um, and then the next time I went, they didn't have the drill. They didn't have the appropriate drill. And so, oh, so we got can- no, no, so yeah. They, on that point, oh fucking boring story. Broken. One Britain. time they didn't have the drill, and the next time she was ill, the d- dentist. And then I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to book it again. So now, and then there was a bloke called Phil. And then there's a bloke called Phil. Yeah, mad then skills. The drill. <laughs> then she was ill. I didn't realise I was there. <laughs> and she was yeah, on the pill. That's some mad rams, yo. Did you want to kill? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what dentist surgery is it? Um, Cambridge Street. Didn't you? F- phone up and you were almost kicking off over the phone no I thought about it I thought I, I sort of did I got I was a bit passive aggressive I was like well as if it was their fault because I could have phoned up earlier to rebook it um, because it just started hurting more it's one of these things that just keeps coming and going you're pretty highly strung any chance we can pretend I'm the receptionist and you phone me uh, up no, and just see how no, that goes no, no. I, I just went I'd up. love to know what you're like I just said, to the receptionist I just said look the last time I phoned up okay I, hi I said hello good morning I'm like, a dentist uh, hi um, I, sorry I phoned up about well, actually I had an appointment about 11 weeks or 12 weeks ago complaining okay. about, a, about a cracked tooth. Yep. Um, the, you made an appointment for me, but then you had to, to cancel the appointment because you didn't have the drill. Okay. And then the next appointment you had to cancel because the okay. d- dentist was ill. Yeah. Um, so obviously I've still got the same problem. Oh, sorry about that. it's like 12 weeks now. Still. Yeah, um, still. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. <laughs> it was um, ill. Can we have your name? Uh, can I have your name, please? Uh, 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 Greg. Hickson, Greg. Yeah, um, sorry. Greg. <laughs> I can be bothered to say, you know my name, Greg Hickson. Oh, I mean, right. oh, no, sorry, I don't know your name because you're phoning the dentist. I'm talking dentist to Barry. Here. I'm talking to you. I didn't say that sorry? to her. I wouldn't be like that. Uh, it's Greg. Greg. Greg okay, Hickson. let me just look you up, Greg Hickson. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're well, sorry about that, Greg. Yeah, I can see you was cancelled twice for you. Uh, can you come what, in today? And rather than until it, and I don't want it to progress and be something worse because she said it might end up being root canal or something like that if it's not okay. sorted. So I was just wondering if it's someone cancelled, could you, you get me in earlier? Yeah, sure. We can get you in today if you want to come in today. Well, they said actually they said it in a week's time, and I was fine with that. I was like, cool. Oh, I can get you in today. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shit, where's your dentist? I'll fucking come see you. Okay, well, no swearing, so I'm not going to have oh, you in here. You're a very aggressive young man. Oh, Bye-bye. darn it. No, you doing it. Oh, oh yeah. it. So anyway, I um, and that is actually how I, that is actually I spoke to them. How I just spoke to you is exactly, you it's exactly it's like the, being there. I uh, wanted you to speak to them how you spoke I to me. It wasn't actually passive aggressive; it was the truth. I, yeah. But I could have phoned them up a bit earlier to book rebook. Did the you not speak to them how you almost nearly punched me in the face when I was talking to you about the video game Hades? Because <laughs> <laughs> no one knew. No. Should we talk about that, that quickly? Was- 
That sort of blends your week into my week. The look of fight. I, I looked at him with. I'd actually. You know, one you more look, word. Proper look dagger. Yeah. One like, more fucking word. Like, what did I say? Or something said, one like that. more. Yeah. One more. You know when someone says one more, and you know that's it. You got to stop. <laughs> one more thing. I don't think, I've ever, I don't think I've ever been I think I've usually been when I'm angry with him I've never been like that angry with him ever. oh is that where all this tension's coming from all over it's, it's all coming from Hades it's actual tension from Hades but you're thinking actually from Hades but you guys are probably not thinking not the computer game not hell itself <laughs> but you guys are probably thinking what what tension over a game why would you be tense oh, over a game oh leave it there leave a bit of suspense yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. hear it oh, I'll tell you if you want we need to ask you about your week tell me every little thing every little detail what was I talking about the dentist anyway my dentist got I got the appointment it was fine everything's been done now so that, that wasn't actually a story I suppose it was more the build up the filling it seems to be fine but I, I've still got the same it hasn't solved it completely it's still, it's still got like the pain's still there but it's not getting worse what about the smell has the, that, has that not, got any worse it had, what it, the problem was it was starting to hurt when I was breathing in and stuff it used to be just eating certain foods now it just hurts again eating certain foods but I, so it's slightly better but you, you thought you had a problem with the sewer didn't you but it's still, was just it's your still tooth. like a cracked tooth there and it's, still, it's just a filling it's like a cracked tooth that goes down to the nerve and the filling is just sealing the top of it so it's not really it's, it's going to be a constant problem I think do you so. think about it when you're watching Netflix or does that take your mind off it Netflix takes my mind off it last, last, chance, last you. chance you takes my mind off it I think well, I think we should do round robins rather than me tell all my shit at once right, you're so, done uh, then yeah, I'm, I'm done for time being yeah. you're done for now okay that's, then that's my week me and then we can talk about what I've been watching later Ooh, we'll do it that way everyone can tell what they've been doing and then we can talk about what we're wow. watching one doing rounds we're finally getting the four doing it rounds so let's start with who wants to go next Chris or Johnny well, I'll tell you about my, my week doing jury service what, what? Yeah, what? I'm supposed to do, well, two weeks I'm supposed to do a jury service and I I live like a sort of stone's throw away from Ellsbury Crown Court. But then on Friday, I got a message saying they didn't need me on Monday and they would contact me the evening before if they needed me. So I worked Saturday and then because I'd worked Saturday, I thought I might as well extend my weekend all the way through. So carry on getting pissed Sunday, carry on getting pissed Monday, that type of thing. Anyway, Wednesday, I was get, I was thinking, am I, am I going to be doing this or not? And they sent me a message, a text message uh, about three o'clock saying, we don't need you. Um, don't bother coming in. And then at four o'clock, they said, we do need you, but you're going to Am- Amersham Crown Court at nine in the morning. Um, do they pay for transport? Yeah, well, you have to pay up front and then you give them the receipts at the end. Okay. So a little, little rewind to the stone guy. Um, what, what time is it meant to be Monday morning? Monday they said don't come right Tuesday then Tuesday they didn't say anything to me Tuesday it's like a really really sort of sad Craig David song (laughs) (laughs) then Wednesday they said don't come in Thursday but then an hour later they said come in Thursday but but far away in Amersham so you've done one day so far I've done one day today um, until Sunday so I got the train because obviously there's a petrol shortage and blah 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 and I wasn't too sure about parking so I got the train it's quite near to the train station Uh, got there at half eight the security are there it's raining and they wouldn't let me in because they said you're supposed to be here at nine <laughs> what, so, what time did you get there? sorry half eight yeah what if you're too early they don't let you in well I don't know they had the doors locked they take it all very seriously does that mean you get the so they go oh no you're too late but then have they already do you have to do the day's service before you get your money you know you, you get yeah, paid for doing if you, you get if you're there for over four hours you get 60 odd quid so they don't pay you plus, five, plus five no plus five oh. pound for food plus your travel and parking or whatever yeah I've but, never had to uh, do it. So you, you're not had to Two do it. people never, never turned it. up and then they came later because they'd only seen the message saying don't come in. And then they got a, they rang them up and left them nasty messages. Which court was it again? Sorry, Wickham. Amersham. Oh, Amersham. This is why it's worth doing like quite a violent or a sexual crime younger in age so you never get called up to do jury service later in age. Mm. I wonder why I'd never done it. 
Oh right, yeah, no shit. That's so. What you see, obviously, so you do crimes earlier. So the crimes yeah. in your early life affect your jury service later. Well, yeah, no. If you've if yeah, you've you... got a criminal record, or even if you've been on probation, yeah. you can't. They won't won't call you up. It's from the electoral rolls. Oh, you know, I, haven't got, I haven't got a criminal record. If you never though, vote, got, you won't have to. My, my my thing would have been quashed, squashed, whatever. And uh, when when I was thirty five, I think I, I didn't. I wasn't allowed to work in a prison. Me and Rich got checked out for working in a pri- doing electrics yeah. in prison. Although we would already work there, but then they're like, oh no, actually, we've got to fucking do a check on you. Once they did the check, they're like, no, no, neither of you cunts can work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do you still but, have to sign the register, though? <laughs> he, had to go and knock, he had to go and knock in every prisoner's cell s- and tell them what he'd done. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a no. It's not a sex thing. Um, no, it was, mine was obviously mine was just cannabis. It's and, more of a uh, fetish. Mine was just cannabis and shoplifting, which and they were both. My last thing was in twenty when I was twenty four, and I think by the time I was thirty four, thirty five, whatever, then that was all cool. I could go to America and all that shit. Because well, I think before that, that was an issue. Did, yeah. Going to America, you just don't tell him. The electrician from the last job I was on, the one I've told a few stories about already, he said, "Oh, I was called up for jury service, but I just told him I had mental health issues." And you go, <laughs> "Nice, oh, that's good. Okay, good. well, you can just say that." Well, I, think just, I think he well, said yeah. he was just depressed. Yeah, well, that he was makes sense. From depression. Yeah, got, I'm schizophrenic. I don't think I'll give a good fucking. Uh, I'll be having two minds. I can't make my mind up. Guilty yeah, and I'm not gonna, concentrate. Um, yeah, I might send the cunt down. Guilty as charged. Yeah, getting in, getting down. in is as bad as going to an airport. Yeah, belts off, trousers down, that type of thing. Put all your stuff in, and then went in for a bit. And then t- towards the afternoon, I went out when we had a break. I went out the front where I had to go past. Uh, I had to actually walk past the bloke who we were trying. He was sat outside. Did you go? You right, mate, and shake his no, hand. No, I go. Yeah, I mean, better enjoy yeah. yourself, mate. You're going down. And then, if I have anything to do with it, then another one of the jurors was coming back in and they were saying, what are you doing here? And I went, he's a juror. And they made him go forward. And I, I only went out the front where they could still see me. No one stood around me, had a vape, literally about four inhales, went back in. They're like, all right, can you take your belt off? Can you do it? Yeah. Like, are you yeah, sure you like? that was jury service? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A belt off, trousers down, isn't life a dream? <laughs> uh, I felt when, when we first got in, we went into one room and they said, oh, we've got to go to a different one, a different, um, a different courtroom, which is fine, in the waiting room. We went there because this really pretty girl came in and I couldn't see her properly from where I was sat. So when we went into, into court five, I managed to position myself so I could stare at her. And then... And you, then you thought, well, I know why he did it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she was a juror as well. Well, she was going to be, but uh, they, kicked, uh, they kicked her out. Then I woke up snoring, so I'd obviously fallen asleep and everyone was laughing. So I don't, I think I was snoring for about two minutes and I snore quite loudly. <laughs> but I just oh. sat in the room with my head against that, yeah. <laughs> Um, other than that, yeah. So it's pretty boring. It's our journey. It's not like a a, waiting around. It's not like a like being an actor. The um, the two the the two barristers. The barrister for the defence looked like Alan Carr, and the barrister for the prosecution um looked like oh what's his name that conservative MP that looks like Pob. Oh, Michael Gove. Yeah, he looked like Michael was Gove. Was it good? Did they rile you all up? He was shit. With good stories and that and got he, you all... Uh, you can tell they... That for these ones, you can tell they'd only just come in and learnt about the case that day. And they're looking at their computers and he, he literally went... And uh, he's got the bloke on the stand... One of the uh, policemen on the stand. He goes, and I'm just looking here and... Uh, we're all looking around. <laughs> shit he's just, power. He's just, yeah, he just stood there quiet. He stood for at least 20, 30 seconds. And that's a long time saying nothing. Yeah. And I thought he was buffering. Well, something you've got wrong with him. You've got to have good power if you're a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got to do that like, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. so what do you think he could have That's done? Look at his face. The judge, was good. the judge explained everything really well. Um, other than that, yeah, I've got to go back tomorrow morning um, so we can give, so we can say guilty or not guilty. Can you will accidentally get sent down? I hope so. 
you, when you say you go back, you just go and go, yeah, not guilty, or the guilty ones walk no, out. No, they've got to give their speech because it was near the end of the day, and the two barristers said, "We'd, uh, you know, it's been a very complicated day. We'd rather everyone went home and came back tomorrow where we give our speech." And I thought you haven't got a fucking closing speech, you wanker. Do you reckon you'd make a good lawyer? Yeah, good after watching them. Yeah, I reckon. Right. I reckon I could definitely do better than them. You got yeah. the passion of the jury up, haven't you? Yeah. To like a story. I've watched so many courtroom dra- dramas. I think Ladies I and gentlemen of the jury, I call upon you to look at this sorry soul. Yeah, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. How would there's you... so much more. There's so much more process though than people and minutia and admin than people. Um, oh, most definitely. Oh, God, yeah, if you read that... in courtroom dramas and stuff, isn't there? Yeah. I've had to swear the oath and been in lots of courtrooms, sort of like personally and but mostly in a professional capacity and it's always very um it's always very illuminating because you see some people and i'm actually i actually marvel sometimes at their level of competence and their like cognitive abilities like sometimes of judges being so succinct and being able to draw in lots of bits and apply different bits of legislation but also the incompetence you see as well mm. and you're like fucking hell just mention this just mention this or just do this and they'll get out and go oh well oh yeah didn't um whoops you know next time um there's an ai thing isn't there that um just talks in that can take a normal language and put it into lawyer speak and vice versa yeah three yeah, yeah, yeah. So going forward, you probably uh, won't need lawyers. They didn't really yeah. use any yeah. fancy language. They both had posh voices. Both talked quite slowly with long gaps in between. Um, yeah, like I say, the judge, the judge I'd give, he was good. He was the star of the show. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, so to sum up, <laughs> like that. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, so to sum up, do you think he? Well, I don't know. He's summing up tomorrow. Never heard of. He's summing up tomorrow. My uncle was a judge. Obviously, but he's Irish. So. That's why you're so good at being a lawyer without actually being one. Yeah. Barrack room lawyer, some, they call it. Some yeah. blood. Some uh, blood. So if I say I've accidentally run over a child, accident. Like Not re- again. Reversed. It wouldn't be looked at as an accident when it happens all at once. Queuing for petrol, and Johnny's the jury, and Chris is the jury. And you're the lawyer. Well, I'll be a jury. Keep Barry, yeah, get you on. out of this one more time. Just think, don't forget my retainer balance, okay? You're going to have to work on the terminology. Uh, I wouldn't runner. be the jury. I'd be a juror, a juror in the jury. Sorry. See, I know nothing about this. That's why you're so <laughs> clever. And Chris is a juror. You'd have a wig. And you've had the evidence. I'll give you the evidence that I've run over this child, okay? The CCTV I'm evidence. I got affidavits coming out of my ass. There's. I was slightly intoxicated. I was Objection. over the Objection. level of alcohol. Sustained. But. Magically, I've got a very, very expensive lawyer here, Greg Hickson, and who can spin anything. So he's going to oh tell. He's going to do final closing speech to see if he can get me off and see what you think I'm guilty or innocent. Off you go. Your Honour, affidavit this, subpoena that, objection. <laughs> you're talking to the jurors. You're yeah, no, to the jurors. that's it. That's what my lawyer speak. I can't actually bother to do. <laughs> if I thought about it, I could do a closing speech. I'm not going to make one up. They, they spend they spend ages on those things. I thought you could just do it off the top of your no, head. No, I mean I'm not that good. I mean, oh, okay. no, I, don't, I won't do it justice. It would be bad. Have I'll, a go. I'll have to edit it out. And it's have just, a go. No, I'd rather have to edit shit it, out. And all this time. is the only time. I'd rather keep it going. Do it I want to keep it going. I want to self-edit. I don't have to do bits. This is the out. only chance you're ever going to get to be a lawyer. Um, uh, yeah, uh, later on, obviously, we'll do that. It's, it's a bit early, but this is when we're talking about our weeks. We're not doing okay, bits now. Let's we're talk about Chris's week then. Bits is the second act, Chris, my friend. Tell uh, me about your slice of life. How have you spent this uh, week? Have you wasted so, it? I um, I got to meet a friend of mine's uh, new girlfriend the other day. Oh, is it? Would that be down down the feedback, man? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> his new his new boo. Oh yeah. Um, 
So, but with moving stuff, obviously cleaning, stuff in and out the garage, and hay fever still affects me. Sneezing all the time. I'll be like a bit snotty and sneezing. And um, what's the name? Uh, he, he came around with his girlfriend, met his girlfriend. My, my partner wanted to go for a walk with a baby. Her girl, his girlfriend went, let's go for some company. They went off. Me and him sat and were fiddling with the TV. I was sneezing away. They came back, then left the house because they had a, uh, they'd ordered a Chinese. We sat down and uh, my partner went, what's that in your hair? I went, what? And I went like that. And I went, oh, that's snot. And she went, it looks like cum. And I was going, yeah, well, it's snot, isn't it? And I was like, I've been sneezing all day. And she went, hmm, what have you just done with him? Well, I've been out. And I was like, no, nah, you're taking the piss. Like, sharp. I went, if it's if it's come, you eat it then. Because I've seen you eat that. Like, but if so it's So you'll say this to Lou? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no, no, no. So anyway, got rid of that. But she kept coming back to it all night. She was like, it was just like something about Mary. Well, so she like, thought nah. when she went for a walk with Dan's new missus that you and fucking Dan had played Soggy Biscuit or something and done a yeah, load yeah, in yeah, your yeah. fucking hair. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so I, I, I tried to reassure her. I said, like, literally, I, I was like, I couldn't, I don't know what I could say to she say, like, now? I wouldn't do anything <laughs> that, she like left that. You like, now? Like, that would have probably been the point to say gay fever, just so you know. This was gay fever. <laughs> that was gay fever. <laughs> and, then, um, and I said, literally, I went, I know how lucky I am. You're the best I could do. To Dan. And to, to, yeah, yeah. So she was like, the best you could do. <laughs> That what does that mean? Like, and I was like, no, that means like I'm like Gillette. I'm, you're, you're the best I could do. And she was like, right, yeah. you're just making do, like <laughs> Gillette, the best a man can do. Oh. Um, so um, I, 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 every time, is that Dan Dan the cum snot man? <laughs> yeah, and little things happen. She's went, the best I can do. You're the best I can. Do. I was like, okay, let's turn it around the other way. I, I went, <laughs> I think you can do better than me but I can't do better than you you said that to her like, right yeah oh, and that worked well yeah you, you said that to her yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. you said after that and after that, that hour in with Dan I definitely know that I can't do better than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I tried <laughs> it, yeah. it just blew up in my face <clears throat> cracking but, um yeah also housekeeping I spoke I said last week about Anthea Turner's vagina being out of action and I said that I think I got it from Athletico Mints but I didn't it was acceptable in the 80s that kind of oh. the game podcast um uh, and that's the one that were alleging her vagina got hit by a firework and that's why <laughs> she had a sad husband yeah but that's because um, of the video of her on the back of that trailer isn't it and the motorbike flies yes, across it yeah. it's on YouTube um, also, I saw this. I was because I walk around the town a lot. What does that even mean? Um, I saw this blind woman, and she had like the full VR headset thing on, like walking along. Like Geordie. Like, oh, cool. Because you don't, well, you don't see those like Geordie LaForge really thick glasses anymore. Like, I always said blind feel like. No, that, yeah, Sorry? those big black glasses don't actually mean she's blind. They're Sorry, actually yeah, yeah. Cata- they're for cataracts. No, no, you said you, you said you saw, I thought you said you had a, saw a blind woman walking along with a VR headset on. How do you know she was blind? 
because of those big black glasses, but they're actually for re- normally for recovery stick. from a cataract operation. I need those thick ones that look oh, like right. a VR headset. <laughs> Even actual VR headset. So, uh, yeah. I thought, so she's technically I blind to the I world around her. Yeah. I thought I was doing a demonstration for some reason. They're outside with the VR headset and, yeah, and they're walking around and they wanted to feel the air. You thought wrong. <laughs> You you're doing thick. a joke. You're doing a joke about the glasses, the size. It wasn't of the a joke. He was just saying. Yeah, well, I know because I, I took it literally. I did as well, by the yeah. way. So okay, so I thought it was some kind of augmented reality thing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So she can see. Yeah, like so I just speech. had to quick, yeah, just confirm. But, yeah, what okay. about her? What happened with her? No, so I watched her walking along. She had this big, like this big glass on, tapping her stick, getting along, and then she sat down on this bench and got out a smartphone and just sat and was doing it. Cataract um, operation probably on one eye. You sure? can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But it was just very, it was something that, you uh, know, all the fun's been sucked out of it anyway <laughs> over the initial bit. The um, phone probably had talk so on it. I, 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 I did, that was it. That was my big week. Totally wasted. Okay. So everyone's wasted their time gone. this week. Well, I did, I did listen to, um, in the waiting room, I was listening to Bob Mortimer and Away and his autobiography. And there's one bit made me laugh, doing LOL in front of all the people that were sat there quietly. He was uh, a little story about when he was a child and he had a pain in his stomach. So his mum took him to the doctor um, who um, managed to locate his bum crack and inserted a finger, which uh, Bob said caused him to let out a fart that he described as both lengthy and important. And he said, the doctor then uh, said, there she blows, better an empty house than an unruly tenant. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that made me get, that one. made me laugh and then everyone looked at me because they were all sat there quietly and hadn't spoken to each other yet uh, my week hasn't been that exciting I completely I don't know if you've heard of a video game called Hades on the Switch uh, <laughs> one I more word smashed that out and completed it mm. um, on easy mode out is the, yeah, on easy mode sent it back it wasn't an easy mode but he, he bludgeoned his way through it like with no finesse whatsoever so just, I beat Hades yeah. and then got to his mum and then uh, well, completed well, yeah, it I don't want to hear about any of the, 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 yeah, the proper because I'm playing it properly and well. then uh, sent it back <laughs> <laughs> so now I've got a new game so um, has anyone seen in the news this week big week of news this uh, and uh, this isn't I just want to say one thing about this that I found quite unusual um, I don't know why they do this but Wayne Cousins the police officer that uh, disgusting do you know anything about this fucking cunt I call everyone a cunt. It's and, fucking horrible. And cunt's not a good enough word for him, is it? I call, I call you a cunt. You're a cunt. I yeah, can't. Can you call stop him swearing, please? Well. Yeah, sorry. 101, man. Vagina. We're on 101 now. You're getting better than this. You put so, those swear words in room 101 and lock them away. I want to just say something about that. Is that uh, was quite unusual. It reminded me of Ian Huntley actually when he got caught. It was Greg showed me a video? I don't know if you've seen it, and it's him being interviewed in his flat by the police right. try bullshit and <laughs> try bullshit his way out of it yeah. and it is like the most uncomfortable thing so basically he sat it's seven minutes long and uh, he sat in his it's flat it's not funny I don't know why he's arrested to, I don't know why no, he's trying to get humour oh, no, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what well, shut, see where goes shut your fucking mouth God, you'll you made this funny it's weird because Greg said he wasn't going to say this much, but every time I try to say something, he keeps fucking rattling off shit all over me. Yeah, no, about this, yeah. So I'll particular. talk about it, and then you can decide. And if yeah, you don't yeah, like yeah. it, you can say I don't like it. Put your mic weird, down. Drop your mic. Cunt. Thank you're, you. You're, you should go. Why don't you go and do a murder? Why don't you go and down. do a murder? Put you your mic down. Weirdo. Fuck off. Thank you very much. That's better. Right, good. So anyway, this week it was actually Greg who recommended this video to me. So he's sat in his flat and he's handcuffed, of course. And then the police officer is asking him some questions that side of the room, and obviously the camera's on this side on another police officer. And they say to him, "Did you know Sarah Everard?" And he says, "No, obviously, I don't know who she is." Then he says, "Yes," because they 
say something that makes him have to reveal he knows who she is. Yeah. Uh, but then he starts saying, they go, he goes, right, I've got to be honest with you. And they go, okay. He goes, I'm in a lot of trouble financially. They go, okay. And he goes, okay, what's happened? He goes, right, I've got, these people are after me. Uh, I don't know who they are. Uh, I am a lot of money and they get me to do stuff and they'll basically pull up outside my house in a van. Um, I don't know when it's happening. Uh, they go, have you got numbers for these people, like phone numbers or do you know, like, can you, they, how do they contact you? And he goes, I've got no phone numbers for them. They, they, they contact me when they want to contact me. They're watching me all the time. So they could be outside the house now. So he never knows when they're there, basically. Uh, and he said, oh, they go, okay, so what have, What did they make you do? What happened? He goes, so that what they told me to do was, they said I had to pick up a girl, pick her up, uh, take her to this white van, leave her outside this white van, and then leave her there and just go. And then I don't know what happened to her. They did the rest of it. Right? So that was his story. That's his like, alibi. And I was thinking that, that was YouTube recommendation of the week. That's yours. <laughs> you told me about that. I didn't. I said it was on the fucking news. I didn't say you have to go and look at every, every little about, thing about it. And you watched over and over. And thought, oh, that was enough for me. You and said you, watch and this. And then you watched the same video again. I watched it twice. And now you're talking version. about it more. It's ghoulish. It's weird. I don't okay. know why you're doing it. Goodbye. So then... Uh, oh, right. You're gonna, okay, cool. I'm still going. Yeah, so yeah, I'm finish what I was going to say. Fucking hell, this is hard work, man. I'm only talking, do you know what I mean? I'm not taking the piss out of it. I already know this shit. I don't know, I don't understand. Well, you, you, use your mic, mate. Use your mic. Are you interested? Are you going to look up this YouTube video yourself? Or are you just, just going to listen to him talk about it? Then, If you're not going to look it up yourself, then cool. Listen to him describe it word by word I'm, for word. I'm, I, can, I can guarantee I'm not going to look it up. Well, no, yeah, are you interested in the story? I don't know. That's what, that's what, well, I'm let's just, see where I'm it just goes. Wondering. I'm just, let's give him a chance. I'm finished it. Oh, cool. The mic's gone down again. Thank you. So, um, I know you're not talking to me. I'm just wondering if they're listening, if they're bothered about this. If you are, then cool. Carry on listening because you're looking up on YouTube. Are you talking to the listeners or these two? No, these two. And the the listeners. I don't think the listeners are going to respond. No, yeah. (laughs) Maybe send in an email to. It doesn't need I don't know if it needs drawing attention to. I uh, I think it's disgraceful the, the, what the guy's done and the police. I, I think it's disgraceful that the police let me finish like first. That. I think it's quite amusing this, the excuses he came up with. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. It's not it's not well, the way I want the podcast to go. So, yep, you're on your own now. Um, I might enjoy it in the brown bear, but that's Fucking it. Fucking hell, you mate. Put the mic down for a sec. Let me just finish this bit and we've got something else. I'd have done it uh, like 20 minutes ago. Got tele addicts coming <laughs> up. Yeah, we'll do tele addicts after this. So, anyway, so he tells all this Bring story about, like, yeah. And obviously, it's obviously completely bullshit. They know it's completely bullshit. It's completely ridiculous, the whole story. But it reminded me of when Ian Huntley got caught because he did the same thing. I don't know if they're all like this, like the these guys that are completely nuts. But it seems they get caught. The police know they've done it. It's like it's blatantly obvious they've always done it. Yeah, yeah. But they come up with these like weird stories. Like when Ian Huntley got caught, his story was that he saw that. I don't know if I've said this before, but it's a similar kind of thing where he says, Oh, I noticed these girls outside and they look dirty. So I said, Come in. And I go, Oh, do you want a bath? And then I, I gave one a bath. She looked dirty. And then I heard her say something from the bathroom. And I took the other one and I slipped and fell on them both in the bath. Killed them both like that. Like just some weird fucking totally they're stuff. Prob- that they're, probably, never they're probably mad. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. But you think, yeah. like, if they were that mad, why are they fucking making up this weird... Why don't they just say, yeah, I did it? Like, yeah, yeah I'm because fucked. Because the yeah. police often lull them into a uh, a sense that they're, they've they got belief in them or they want to hear their story, and they'll just come out of any old shit. Yeah. And the police and the have to keep them talking. the moment you say you've done it, you've done it, Yeah, yeah that's true. it. You know, if you come up with some fantastical story, it's irrelevant, even if you're yeah. just buying yourself time, you can play it, you can say, 
other things. I just think he should have just... He's done the deed. He had his fun. Obviously, for him, it was fun. For everyone uh, else, it's a complete fucking nightmare. And everyone. But then you fucking just say you've done it. Okay, I don't get it. But like you say, they're fucking yeah, but mental, then they, so. That's the one point where they're getting attention, isn't it? They're getting attention from <sighs> the police in the interview. <sighs> Very much like you doing this podcast. Yeah, so I suppose that's brought it down a bit. Greg's in tears. Look at him. He's, <laughs> he's fucking crying. He's got tears oh, too. Though. Let's do Teddy Addict said. Sorry for, I'm sorry. For, I don't know why I got so wound up. But I should have let you just talk about it. It's not like... It's, Excuse it's you, not, um, I don't know. Is it close know to home? Is, there some, is it a bit close to home <laughs> yeah. for you? Just put some, just put some jolly music it's under kind of rude, it. What kind of story are you going to give when you get caught? Bringing attention to serial killers is, is not a good thing for me. What kind of story right are you going to make up? Um. <laughs> Something about an electric skateboard. Oh, God, and... no, the thing is, I do sound like a serial killer in the fucking making, so I think the more we do talk about serial killers and stuff... Well, it'll you know be mean, good, interesting, when we talk about your week. It'll be more I'm enjoyable sorry, than I'm Netflix. sorry for shouting. I'm not... I'm, obviously, I'm going to just cut it out. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the perfect Mario, Chris Pratt. Did you hear about that? It's a me, yeah, Chris Pratt. Uh, one other thing I want to say before we move on to something else. Has anyone seen this stuff about the petrol this week? People queuing up for petrol. Yeah. Fucking idiots. That is crazy, isn't it? Apparently people have been filling up kids with petrol, making them drink it and spitting it out in buckets. Anyway, Johnny, Johnny, well, tell there, you yeah, there was There was a shortage in um, in America a few years ago and people were filling up black bags in the back of their car with petrol, which I've got to say is not the safest <laughs> method. <laughs> Bin bags of petrol. <laughs> Now, I just think, I, I mean, I was queuing up for about an hour for petrol, uh, sorry, at the petrol station, and then I just gave up because I was only queuing up for an air freshener and a Yorkie bar. So I just I just drove home. Well, I was queuing up. I had up loads of fuel. The same as me, I was queuing up, but I only wanted to put a fiver in just to top it up. I think the thing that started going wrong in this country is when the Go Compare guy started talking themselves in the adverts. That's when this country really started going to the shit. Yeah. Before that, everything was perfect. When the Go Compare adverts got all meta. And meta, that's when this country went to shit. You said that before, many a time, Greg many a time uh, I heard about the safe style double glazing protesters they've glued themselves to the A47 because they think everyone should have double glazing windows so they've been super gluing themselves all week to the road that's not very good <laughs> what? Johnny do you want to whack on some telly addicts then? in half an hour the underground antics of René's resistance return to BBC One in Allo Allo first Noel Edmonds discovers there's little resistance to his line of questioning in the first of a brand new series of telly addicts <laughs> Yeah, so what I've done this week, I've looked at Telly Addicts again for the, uh, for the stolen format, and the episode I looked at was the 10 years anniversary on BBC One, 5th of September 1994. There was two teams, two celebrity teams for this. So what you finished in 94? No, it finished in late 98. Oh, yeah. What year did Telly Addicts start then, if that's a 10-year anniversary? 84. Oh. <laughs> um, the two teams uh, were Bernard Cribbins... Ooh. Sandra Dickinson Joe Pasquale Bernard Cribbins who's Sandra Dickinson Bernard Cribbins twice, twice. Yeah. I've missed one out I've missed one out there we'll have to go back to that but the other team who we might play next week was made up of Danny Baker June Whitfield Bradley Walsh and Rolf Harris how can we not play them this really? week then? Oh. because I didn't do their questions well, I did the other team's questions that certainly hasn't dated who's that Sandra Dickinson dated well. irrelevant let's start with the spotlight round are we going to do it where you all answer again yeah well, us first them Stop a minute. Let me just tell you who she was. Sandra Dickinson's the woman with a high voice yeah. who was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, that's the one. The Ameri- uh, yeah, American, American one. American one, yeah. That's it. Okay, sorry, carry on. She married Peter Davidson years ago. Yeah. Carry on. All right, let's start with the spotlight round. In which period was the House of Elliot set? 
uh, Edwardian. Yeah, we yeah we got Edwardian. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Edwardian sounds good. To, Edwardian or George? Yeah, Edwardian. Georgian's too early. Okay, question two. I think who links? Who wants to be a millionaire with the Grand Tour? Chris Tarrant. No, it's Jeremy Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah, sorry, yeah. The, what? Hey, ninety-four. These are yeah. questions from ninety-four. Yeah, but he's got to do yeah, it. Yeah, but this way. was a picture question, picture so I had round. to make up. Oh right, sorry. So, okay. so who is this? Right, well, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. yes, now, okay, got it. You're yes. right, mate. No. <laughs> you had the rough week. Yeah. Question three, name BBC Two's nightly arts programme. Ooh. This is from then. Oh, shit. Oh, mate, it's not after dark, is it? BBC Two's nightly arts programme. Bank show was an arts programme. No, right? it wasn't BBC Two, though. It was ITV, and it wasn't every night either. No, and it went after night. Chris, <laughs> come on. Nightly oh, no, arts I'm just show. trying to think. I'm trying to think it's got jazzy um, lettering. Um, I'm going to need a bit more than that. Rap it, not yeah, jazz well, the, art. Art jazz. You mentioned that woman with the, who wore sunglasses. Yeah, the Devine. Yeah, no, not, not but like there was a, another one. You're thinking like Rapido, like something on Rapido or yeah. something like that. No, I'm so, it's like half seven or something like that. It not was Rapido. Is it no, it's one of class. Talking of Rapido, thing. I'm going to have to move you on. Okay, you we don't know it. Uh, Question four. Who Death. plays Kate in London's Burning? Uh, oh, oh, Beckinsale. Kate. Samantha Beckinsale. Samantha Beckinsale? Yeah. Is it? What are you going? What are you, look at this, man. Look at you questioning me. Is it, I don't know. Like, yeah. well, no, I thought. No, but you went, the, way, the way you said that. No, you like, went Samantha Beckinsale. No, because you said like, Kate Beckinsale, and I what, thought like, oh, it's not Kate. No, Beckinsale. No, he said who plays Kate in London's Burning. Yeah, no, but you went Kate Beckinsale, and then I thought it's not Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, I know. You said Samantha Beckinsale. I haven't heard of Samantha Beckinsale. Well, you went, Samantha yeah. Beckinsale. So How I thought you dare meant Kate Beckinsale, and then you, I thought What's you said wrong with I thought you said Samantha we'll Beckinsale see, instead of Kate Beckinsale. We'll see. Yeah. So is it Samantha Beckinsale then? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard of her. Okay. Yeah. We'll find out. That's Question Richard. five. I was asking. I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying you don't know the answer. I was just saying Richard Samantha Beckinsale's daughter, mate. No, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I've got this Kate wrong. Beckinsale's Richard Beckinsale's so daughter. Samantha so Samantha Beckinsale's sister. So there's got the, two daughters. Okay, cool. That's I didn't the know older that. one. Good knowledge, you mate. You learn well something off me all the time, mate. Well done, mate. I'll if teach it's not right, complete if the Hades answer turns out it's not. I'll teach out complete Hades if you want. If the answer's not Samantha Beckinsale, then you're going to pay. Okay. Which which hospital drama was first shown on the sixth of September, nineteen eighty six? Casualty. Question six. Complete the title. Car 54. Where are you? Or is it come in? Car 54, come in. Or car 54, where are you? What do you guys think? Where are you? Yeah, let's go with that. It's exciting. It's really working, this. Question seven. Which shows started with the following words? Faster than a speeding bullet. Superman. Oh, Superman. Superman. Yeah, the TV show, yeah. Mighty Mouse. Amazing oh, Mighty Mouse, Mouse was it? Yeah. From Norwich, it's the quiz of the week. Sound of the century. Krypton fact. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, century, yeah. Fa- yeah. There is nothing wrong with your telly. Do not adjust your set. The Twilight Zone. Oh, the show. Yeah, we're doing the show, not the next word. No, nah, yeah, the show. Yeah. So you're going to want it the Twilight Zone, do yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what was the British version of the Golden Girls called? Oh, oh fucking hell I know one. this one as well The Gilmore Girls No oh, That's something now isn't oh, it Oh no I can even picture it in my head Who was in it Because it was all that Kind of like French fields Them kind of people in it On a black man Jesus Christ Yeah I think she was as well But anyway man That's gone And also okay. that might not be Twilight Zone That might not be Out of Limits as well Not the Twilight Zone But 
let's do out of limits instead on that one. Okay, I'm changing it. Name this this yeah, one. I was going to say it's out of limits or this one was a bit of a, a bit of a reach because this was a picture. So you've got to name the TV show that is named after the lead character in this British TV crime drama series starring Imogen Stubbs. What? Ooh, okay. What? Right, this is a picture. So, of, so what's the picture of? Um, what? The picture is of Imogen Stubbs, Stubbs playing a character. Um, oh, and, and the show's, and the show's, the named, show's after named after her in this British oh, TV shit. crime drama series. Juliet Bravo? No. You're not going to get it. Oh, Juliet Bravo. Do you know what, though? When you tell us it, I bet we all go, I bet you oh, don't. I didn't obvious. know who the fuck it was. It like I all right, I last question. True or false? Two stories by A.A. A. Milne were adapted for the suspense series Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Oh. Is that true or false? Yeah. True. Why not? Yeah. Wow. You, I think you've done really well there, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. God. So we got to hear what they said now. Yeah. Well, that is as good as last we week's go. one. Nah, it's not, is it? We'll cut it out. No, I like it. Thank you, Mr. Evans. Happy I mean, we didn't do his words. It's still, it's still a great bit. Lack of discipline in this anniversary show. I'm dreading this, the final round. <laughs> the spotlight round, please. Jim and it Bowie. starts with Bernard now. In which period was the House of Elliot set? Um, First World War. 20s. Look at this, name the presenter. Was Edward? Um, it's Perry. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Jeremy Clarkson. Yes, name BBC Two's nightly arts decade. program. Um, thingy. thingy. The late show. Sandra, who plays Kate in London's Burning? I confess. Beckinsale. Yes, look at this. What's the program? Beckinsale. Yes. Complete the title. Car 54. Regularly began with these words faster than a speeding bullet. Dandere. Superman. From Norwich, it's the quiz of the week. Sale of the century. Yes, there's nothing wrong with your television set. The Outer Limits. Yes. And Jim, what was the British version of the Golden Girls called? All Our Yesterday. Brighton Bells, look at this, name the character. <laughs> Jeremy Beaver. Anna Lee. Two stories by A.A. Milne were adapted for the suspense series Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Oh. Go on, truth, true. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give it, we'll give it. It's gone, it's gone. I can't believe you can't remember Jim Bowen. So it was Samantha, so Sarah Beckinsale, was it? Or Samantha Beckinsale? Samantha. Uh, Danny Baker's team go under the spotlight. And, we'll do and you got a um, whopping nine. That's actually yes. decent. Considering if you think about the distance between them and us, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the the shows yeah, when yeah. they done it, those shows were all sort of around. And you think how clever I am and how many I got. <laughs> then you sort of think, wow, that guy really knows his TV. And I always knew my TV back then as well. And I do now. You've watched a lot of TV. And you managed to take it a little Samantha bit. Samantha Beckinsale related to Kate and the Sarah. Other- yeah, she's no, Samantha. Un- yeah, so Samantha is. Sarah, yeah. No, you said Samantha. No, I said Samantha. Oh, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> you know I said Samantha. All right, Samantha. sorry. Lee, oh, oh, that's eight points then. Sorry. <laughs> you didn't do as well as we thought. <laughs> Just talk yourself out of that massive point then. I can't believe you thought it was Kate Beckinsale. Completing the game Hades on Switch just made me feel complete. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, but he hasn't though, because you've got, you've got to complete it 23 times, which he's never going to do. 
Uh, before we move on to the next um, thing, let's do Dungeons and Dragons, but let's do something I like to do called uh, my movie of the year, 1986, where each week I think, like just like James Acaster thinks 2016 was the best year for music, I think that 1986 was the best year for films and it will never be beaten. I mean, it's a good place um, to start, I So thought. this year, this week, we're going to talk about what we remember about one of the finest films from 86, Platoon. Nice choice. So, uh, over to you. I've always, I've talked about it, haven't I? Have I not? T- did I talk, not talk about the, the the making of recently on the on the and that was our 1986 <laughs> movie of the year. Well, it was Platoon. a great film, Oliver Stone film. Because the logo had dog tags for the O's. I remember that. So we're going to move. And on he falls to over at the end, doesn't he? Game yeah. of uh, mazes and monsters. Um, yeah, let's only mean unless you've watched Dragons in Den, or if you really did want to. Unless you want to what you've no. watched this week. Anyone watched anything good? Nah. I'll be watching Squid Game on Netflix. I'll watch Squid Game. Bloop, bloop, I haven't bloop, seen any of that bloop, yet. Bloop, 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 I've got bloop, that film, bloop, Kingdom bloop. of Heaven, to watch. Kingdom the, of Heaven, or How the King? No, the documentary oh, about the oh, care home watched, in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. The care home in Florida. Spite. You sent it to oh, me. Oh, right, yeah, I've yeah, yeah, that, that looks good. That looks good. Um, there is a film on, uh, that film, a black and white film about the pig is on BBC iPlayer called Gunter, if anyone fancies that. That looks really good. That's like a... Um, uh, babe, like a true Babe film, but yeah, meant to be really, yeah. really good. some really in de- in depth stuff there about TV and films. Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's no point unless you're going to talk a little bit about it. Well, then you've been watching no Last point. Chance You. Yeah, Last Chance You. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. I've talked. Yeah, I've, talk, I've done. About well, Chris gets his Game of Thrones ready seasons. in the background or Albion. You can start telling us a little about Last Chance I've done about You. About five seasons of that. Yeah. So that's, fucking hell. Well, uh, I'm on the fifth. On the end of the fifth season, I've got one more season fucking to go after this one. I watched the basketball one, and then I thought that's really good, and I thought hang on a minute there's fucking loads of these because that's the, like the latest one um, and I've, there's like five other seasons of basket, uh, f- American football ones who knew there were that many stories what sports in sport? are they so it's it's American football the initiative was they did it on American football so it's following kids who've gone to they're, they're really good they're obviously really good athletes really good uh, like sports stars high school sports stars obviously in their field so in American football and in basketball they've then gone to they've then graduated and gone to colleges but then underperformed they're all prospects to go to division one schools division one schools are the ones that then go on to do be in the NFL or the NBA division two schools not so much they'll they'll be on TV they'll, they'll be in the local papers and stuff They'll earn a little bit of money being at the college, but they've not. They won't go any further. You get the Division One schools. That's what it's all about, and then they progress. But I mean, it's all bullshit anyway. The NFL, their career. It's like the NFL. Sport, they're only in it like three or four years anyway, or whatever. It's like the worst it's like turnaround. Football. I think footballers get a longer. Not our footballers get longer yeah. years or whatever, but yeah, they get less, the money system is less cr- horrific. Brain it's crazy injuries. the amount of money and how much the how the sports system works in America because it's totally different, isn't it? With uh, team sports, like you don't have the like it's all st- structured through the school, starting yeah. with high school, and then yeah, it's all about the it's colleges. Ama- the amount of money those colleges generate, and the coaches get paid millions a year. The colleges get millions a year. They actually sell um, the shirts of the college players yeah, yeah, and the yeah, stars, and, that, and yeah, the college players crazy. don't get they, anything. They, they all, get free college and brain injuries. Yeah, yeah, they but they get support. They get probably sponsored sponsored and stuff like by Adidas and Nike and through the I mean from the college level upwards but it's just really interesting so they're just really well made I can't remember who's uh, Greg someone directed it um, but I can't I haven't looked into made it it's, it's a Netflix documentary so it's fancy Netflix cameras yeah. doing all the film following them around with uh following them around with the cameras when they've got all the, but then they're taking loads of really cool like slow-mo shots and everything of the game as well so every episode it's like watching Team Wolf or your favourite fucking sports film yeah. every episode because there's a game every episode but so like it's, it's really well done does one series follow like one 
kid all the way through. No, it's from not one to kid. End. It's one. It's one, one team. team one team. Yeah. So the first two Does seasons it cover a number of years. Or? The first two seasons are East um, East Mississippi. Um, yeah, East Mississippi Community College, the Lions, following Bud, uh, Buddy Stevens, the coach, this fat little guy, fucking angry, but Bible Belt type guy. So he's sweary and everything, like, fucking, but he says, Dadgummit, Dadgummit. There's a lot of Dadgummit, but he swears as well. He's like, fucking Dadgum, fucking dad. And they, he falls out with players and da but they're like, they're like a real top leading place where everyone goes, where everyone fucks up at their universities, but they go there to concentrate on their football, and they are like the top fucking football college, but then they go off to the bigger colleges for their next yeah. years or whatever to move on to other places but they're like a winning team um, that he looks after like yeah so that's a bit of a different story the first two seasons are all about this winning team staying on top and they're always dominating they don't really have any slip ups but it's still quite intriguing seeing the drama because the drama's about them making good the kids on the team making good to move on somewhere else it's not yeah. really about how well the Lions team's doing um, but it follows two years with him so it's obviously got the Netflix scene with him the first year that's before it blows up then obviously he's massive because obviously, obviously everyone's watched it I mean obviously I was late to the show it was to late yeah, to the show. big I remember it so being yeah, a big so yeah it's fucking show. huge so now in America especially it's fucking huge so then obviously the second season they've got them all following around everyone's aware of it and then all the other teams are getting involved it's, it's really well done though because they've got like loads of good mu- like the, the music's really well done when they've got yeah. the team training and everything and it's just every single episodes made like a, a sports movie you know I mean every single it's, it's great so I've just been it's like watching fucking so then they start going to different to sports it. then on the different so, seasons no 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 it's different, not different sports it's American football all the way through it's different. Oh, all the way through there's no it, basketball no no, no, it's, it's, no it is later on I said I watched the basketball one first and then but the previous five seasons were American oh, right. football oh, yeah, so I went okay, back yeah. and I watched all the American football ones from the start so it's East East, uh, and they're all worth watching and it's interesting because they moved to different places and different kids and um, so the first two are East Mississippi and then the last two have been Kansas. Um, uh, what are they? Kansas Independence. It's a small town in uh, Kansas, and uh, but they've got this guy, fucking Jason Brown, who's a fucking character as well, the coach. So he's an LA home. So he's brought up in Compton, but he's white. So he's a proper, he's a proper like white. Uh, like white boy Rick type so you yeah. know, he speaks like a black when he's talking to the, the, the black guys on the phone they assume he's black the way he's talking and everything <laughs> but it's, the mouth on him like it's, yeah, it's just crazy like the shit he comes out with is fucking funny and the, yeah that's what he's the, 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 just all the American football terms it's hilarious like we're gonna punch him in the mouth like, we're gonna punch him up in the ass in their mouth punch their ass in the mouth punch their ass in the mouth <laughs> what? that doesn't make any sense we're gonna punch their ass in the mouth yeah it's weird um, but yeah I get into all that and like all the celebrations everything all the music yeah it's cool it's, but, but you're following these kids around you, you get proper wrapped up in their in their lives and all the teachers the um, yeah all the people are their mentors and everything it's a really good character the teachers especially as a I think she they've all become fucking famous for it yeah. the characters for one reason or another the coaches are sort of hated and lo- loved and hated or mostly in hated measure, yeah. but then it's all the teaching assistants they're fucking getting loads of love I'd imagine it's one woman she, like, I think everyone must fancy her the, the teaching assistant from the first series there's some really yeah, some really good teachers in it as well like, um, who are helping but, them with their grades because none of them give a fuck about school obviously yeah, yeah. and they're all but I, like, I do quite I do, I do really admire the mental gymnastics it takes for a multi-millionaire to explain why paying student athletes is going against the American dream <laughs> yeah. I think that's amazing they should be rewarded for that um, but it's quite just so the last I won't tell you how it ends but the last we were just seeing the end of that one but it doesn't end well so the first season this coach Brett Jason Brown he comes in brings this team around brings in is a bit different to the other the, the other guy where he was leading this this team was always good yeah. and they were just looking they'd, they'd missed they lost out on one championship and then they came back to being top you know what I mean with this team it was like they hadn't won anything 
in 20 years like literally not won a, won one game Underdogs. in the season like, yeah so then he brought in all these fucking because he's a recruiter first and foremost that was his main skill coaching's a bit rough he's sort of learnt coaching in recent years sort of thing yeah. Um, but then yeah he brought in all these t- these players and then suddenly they're fucking a big like a big deal then the second season didn't go so well that's, that's all I'll say just in case you want to watch it just but look yeah, at Manchester really, City on it really really good but um, I'm sorry at the end of the, that season then there's one more after that where they're in Oakland so again that'll be interesting again because that's the first team that's sort of in a big bigger city on the west coast whereas the other team like one's been on the south coast sorry south, south america one kansas is right in the middle of america farming both sort of farming yeah, not hick, farm belt like redneck hit country sort of thing uh so oakland might be interesting because it's going to be all fucking inner city kids i mean they're all sort Sounds of inner, they're, most of them inner city kids anyway they've come out to the into the sticks to join the team to make the team more popular and yeah. get more money sort of thing and you're on season what are you on now so I'm on the, la- the next one is Laney I think it's called and that's I think the name you're of the on season five, are you so that'll be the se- that's season uh, technically so that's season five I've, I've, I've I watched season six first the basketball one right, so, okay. so yeah but there's six seasons of it all together I'm saying if you're into sports if you're into drama it's fucking awesome that's it's a just, it's Greg real recommend shit. of the week recommend of the week absolutely okay. I watched something I want to recommend to you that caught me by surprise as well I've just suddenly remembered it when you were talking about that because I was asking how many years it's going and well, I didn't yeah. even know you weren't listening what <laughs> no I won't listen none of that <laughs> but um, I was watching I watched something called 28 Up I don't know if any of you guys saw that Have you? Yeah. did you see that Chris 28 Up it's so no. good. Like one of my favourite documentaries ever made is Michael Apted's Seven Up. Have you ever seen that? Uh, no, give no. me, so give the, me a child. Can't ask you when the original. Oh yeah, the yeah. The original seat, the original one started when? Was I'll it tell you all about it. Sixties was it? It's fine. Yeah. I can talk okay. about this. Give me a child, and I'll show you the man. That's what it says at the beginning. Yeah. So Greg is right. It started in the sixties, and every seven years it went back, and it filmed every seven yeah, years. So you I sort of forget that. about it, and then when it comes on again, you're like, "Oh yeah, I remember this." So I, when it was on the last time on ITV, I watched every single episode. I downloaded the whole series and watched them all. And I think they're on BritBox actually. Um, but it's interesting to watch these people just grow up in front of your eyes really quickly, going through their whole lives just like that in a flash, and it's pretty yeah. head fucky. Really really if you watch the whole lot in one go just seeing someone's life everything they want to do and everything actually happened and a couple of them have passed away and obviously Michael Apted's now passed away but I never even I sort of knew this existed but it wasn't on my radar it's not something I think oh every seven years I can't wait for that one to come back on it's probably because it's quite new so they did one in the Millennium Kids didn't they and they started filming these kids when they were seven years old in 1996 I think or 97 and then they went back again when they were 40, when they were 21. And then the other day on BBC One last night, and I think it's on again next week uh, or tonight, they're 28 years old now. And it's all talking about them when they're 28 and that. And it's quite cool now they're 28 watching them going through their lives and what they did. So With I highly recommend on. that show. It's 93? I'm trying to do the maths. They what, when born, it started? No, when they, they must have been born in 93. Yeah, seven I think to the so. Millennium yeah, yeah, and then right. 21, yeah. Because they turned, I think they turned 21 on Millennium or something, yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Or they would turn... No, no, no. No, 14, wouldn't they have been roughly? Was that no, right? I mean, they would have been, if they're 28 now, because it's COVID, they've been through COVID and everything, yeah. haven't they? So they're 28 now, then that would have been, yeah, 93. How old are they? Seven been? years to the, till the minute, till 2000, mm. and then 21 years from then. But that yeah. one will slip you by. That's a good recommend, I think. Yes, it is. It, it, it's just an unfortunate really phrase, isn't it? Give me the boy and I'll show you the man. Sounds a little bit noncy. But like, you've got that one who goes, it's one who's, who's come from a, a wealthy background, well, priv, fairly privileged. Yeah. He went to a good school, he went to Eaton what, and everything. Loads of he goes, schools, yeah, and he, he goes, it, he didn't sound like a complete twat when he was younger, but he'd he sound obviously completely different to he the sound some like of the Jacob's others. Jacob's when he was a, a kid. Bit, no, not that bad, but he was just like, Daddy does uh, banking for other banks or something. He goes, Daddy's sounds a, a bit boring, if I'm honest. And he's right. It did sound a bit boring, but you thought, like, well, he's obviously got... And his next thing is like, oh, I'm starting at Eton next week or whatever. 
And then like, and so I thought, oh, Barry's going to have his back up about this little privileged cunt. And then by the end of it, he's like, well, obviously everyone must have thought like, oh, I assume he's voting Tory, being all privileged and everything, going to Cambridge and then going to, uh, where did he go? Yale or something, didn't he, in America? Yeah, he went to a few American universities. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and then he's like, well, actually, then I voted uh, Labour in the last election. He like, had a full-on <laughs> turn. You'd assume that he's this sort of, but then it, his generation, it, it's yeah, but, uh, well, different, isn't it? When, most of the MPs also, in the well, Labour Party went to Eton as well. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> And I do want to jump in there, like... Um, I don't know what I mean. I mean that's Cambridge like... isn't a Tory place. To it's a Labour stronghold, Cambridge is. So the, the, generally the academics that come here are as well. It's well, absolute... that might be it then. Tories you... don't get anywhere near... The, the liberal elite. elite. That Chris, is what Chris it is. got his hands Tory. on him. Chris, Chris is part of the liberal elite. Chris, what should we do? Working Man Warrior. Stop doing Game of Thrones oh, music. Okay, I'll do one. What the, that I can one just make maybe, up music. Yeah. You know what I'm like. I can just make well, up music on the fly. Put music yeah. in and we don't need to. Done I'll just make no, no, don't totally do that. Don't tune. do that. Uh, over to you, Chris. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, so here we do. Here we are again, finding ourselves in the enchanted land of Albion. Um, so when we first met our intrepid three adventurers, they'd just been set a task by Prince Chris. Um, the task was to seek out what was causing the foulness and wickedness to spread across the country. Um, I think specifically, he said, Brave warriors, the task in hand involves travelling to Carrion, the dark port city at the northern tip of Albion. Once there, I ask you seek Stephen Bird Lady. Um, and he, apparently he's got a magic nut, and that's required to get access to the septic portal from which a foul and deadly mist emanates. Um, and without that nut, the quest can go no further. So, our three adventurers are, introduce yourselves. My name is Sharon Hagen. I am a simple goblin. Oh, uh, no, my name is Gregolas. I'm a, a wood elf. I'm Lemmy Kilminster. I'm a metal dwarf from the mountains. And now <laughs> they have a choice. One of the first decisions, as they leave the... the uh, are we on horseback, I recall? Oh, what's happened Wait to your Wait a minute. <laughs> As we leave the court of Prince Chris, there is a um, a coach there. The coach will offer you a ride to carry in for two coins, or... Can we not just carry on get... on the horses you gave us at the end of the last episode? Yeah. Or you can do, use Do we not have a horse? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, yes. Do I want to spend some money? Horses aren't as fleet as foot as the coach. That's oh, the only okay. Thing. Horses so, <laughs> where, where do you want to go? Are you going up to... It's over to you, really, guys, what you decide... Can we go anywhere we... on this map laid out in front of us? Yes, indeed, but there is... You know you were given specific hints as well. Just bear that in mind. We need, we need to go to Albion, is it not true? I think we need that's, to go... That's the land oh, you're in. Oh, I sorry, think, I mean... <laughs> I think we need to go to the Port Carrion to go and get the magic yes, the nut. nut. We Let's the, get we the nut. We need the magic nut. Let's get the nut. Let's go get this magic nut. I'm going to look at a picture of my husband And again. they trot out on their horses. Stop Unfortunately, the nags given to them 
um, by Prince Chris weren't of the best quality. Should we, uh, should um, we go back and get the coach? <laughs> so they trudge along the path. Within a day or two, they can see they're at the foot of Mount Thunder. Mount Thunder dominates the skyline of um, of Albion. And before long, they reach and have lodgings at the market town of Valesbury. Do you oh. wish to go into Valesbury? I do. You do. Wish to carry can on? we do a perception roll to see what uh, what the Please. situation is? Please, can you stick to your voice, characters, traveller? I'd rather, I'd rather not. I'd rather stay away from rolling dice if possible, as it, much as we can. I it, can't believe I you're f- asking to roll a dice. I, I think. Why would we put things up to chance? I think when Why we, don't we just talk ourselves to it? When we do an action, I think we can ask about doing a perception roll. What can't has we? happened to Lenny's voice? I don't know, but I think he's too concerned about dices and stuff. Lenny, oh, I, the f- I think it's more about the adventure than the ah, dice. That's better. Lenny Kilmister's got his voice what back. What the fucking hell's going on in Vale's brief? What can we see? Lemmy, are you, why oh, are you, you smacking down? I thought you was always up for a fight. Why are you backing down? Why are you trying I'm not to roll dice? I want to see what's going on. Oh, okay. Let's go to Valesbury, you look please. Ahead at Valesbury, it's an ancient town with a with a, now a shadow of its former self, dominated by a cabal of scorned women. People are rude and uncooperative. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Sorry about that, lads. I think I had a and lady. I think I had a little bit of pre-minstrel tension there. Oh, oh pre-minstrel tension. That's an, a fine joke there, the bardman, the bard. Ah, this town is a strange town where everyone is rude here. Have you noticed? Everyone looks quite simple. Yes, rude and simple. They're quite simple in their rudeness. Do I like wish it. to go for lodgings? Not or in just this rest hotel. and carry on. I would like to. Sing. Is there a bar? Let's stop for a drink. Is there a bar where a simple bard can earn a little bit of coin by playing on his loot? We'll we'll stop for a drink. You tie the horses up in the market square and you walk down to the closest bar. Ah, the King's Head. You enter the King's Head. It's quite a brightly lit place for such a dingy town. My mole man eyes. There's a few smattering drunks in there and a few bawdy women. An angry barmaid stands at the head of the bar. I'll butter her up. Hey there, my fine wench. Have you got... Uh, what's the fine... What ales have you got on? Have you got anything local? I've got plenty local ales for you, fair travellers. Um, as long as your coin is good. Well, what do you mean, is our coin good? Like, is it actual coin or like... Is it can... actual coin? Show well, me your coin. Well, Who has coin? You, you can do that thing when you bite it, when you bite it. I just <laughs> want to see your coin that you got. Okay, th- okay, here's my coin. How many coin you got, mate? Uh, oh, sorry, I'm not sure how... Uh, I, you I got don't coin. know how much coin I've got. Um, uh, Just show it. me that you've got some actual coin. Oh, yes, here, here look, I've got coin, yes. Here, oh. look at my coin. <laughs> Here, you take your drinks and find a find a table in the corner. Oh. Ah, this is cosy, isn't it, boys? Yes, I quite like what they've done with the inside of this uh, place. Oh, this drink is lovely. It's very cosy. I hear that um, Henry VIII, not Henry VIII, Oliver Cromwell stayed here. In this chair, this very chair. Yeah. Oh, this drink's got a little bit of a spicy taste. I'm not sure if Oliver Cromwell would exist in my universe, in, El- in, in the elf universe and etc. But, um, yeah, anyway... Uh, anyway, before you know it, the, the the bar starts filling up, and it looks like pilgrims 
religious pilgrims. They're, they're, suddenly, there's a fervor going on in there. Stinky pilgrims everywhere. You start here overhearing conversation about places like the Pilgrim's Trail, and you want start to wonder if any of them will have known or heard about this foulness covering the land. If we follow the trail, we'll find the smell. I can hear pilgrims talking. Oh, yes, I can. Let's listen to their conversation. Leave. I think we should leave and I head think to... I'm going to play them a song. Actually, yes, you, Lemmy, you play them a song first. Let's earn a little bit more extra coin for the mission. <laughs> oh, you love your coin. <laughs> See if I can earn a little bit of coin and get a little bit of information Why from these you do pilgrims. Easy speeds? That's my favourite. <laughs> don't forget the Joker. Exactly. I'm going to write a sitcom. <laughs> You do that, Sharon. You're you're always doing that, Sharon. Maybe one of them will land. Oh, they always land, Sharon. Keep so, keep. Thank you. Can I try my luck? Do you go for it? What do I need to do? Well, you can just play a song, can't you? Oh, I'll got play your... a bloody song then. <laughs> <laughs> He's dying to roll the dice. Get your loot. <laughs> play your song, but well, it depends what you what you want to do. If you want to play your song with any intention of talking to them or fighting them or whatever you know i mean That's, why would you fight pilgrims but yeah i wanted, know, to, I wanted to i wanted to uh charm them so to speak so either if they want to donate some coin to the uh to the minstrel or get information about what they know okay so um so it's a full room it's quite busy i'd say you need to you need to roll five or above to be heard above the din with one with one dice. Yeah, and do you have yeah? But but do you have any bonuses you could add on? Because with your loot, there was a like a bonus a plus two. Yeah. Right. I got a one there. I thought I lost my voice a bit. <laughs> the pilgrims carry on chatting and talking amongst themselves. Wankers to the man. I think I'm going to punch. I know I'm a peaceful pilgrim. Dungeon master, may I ask a question? I'm a peaceful pilgrim person, but I'm going to punch yes. that limmy guy. May I sneak out of the bar and head on the journey on my own? <laughs> you may. I, I, can I, I sneak out of the bar? You must have to roll above three for your fellow travellers not to notice you. Thank you. I will do that now. One. Where's she fucking going? <laughs> Where are you going? You sit back down. <laughs> it's now getting ridiculous. No, it's in here. Your drinks are being spilled. Pilgrim, shoulder to shoulder, uttering about wanting to get, get the, um, complete the passport of the Pilgrim's Trail. We need to fight these pilgrims. We have no choice. I will sit back and watch you two fight. Well, there's not really much for a fight for me. I, 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 I could just whack these few up the side of the head with my side of my bow. I wouldn't even have to get my, my blades lovers. out. The landlady comes over to you. You're my lovers. Look, boys, it's getting really busy in here. If you could just, like, stay with you, you're going to bed down for the night or move on because I, I've got so many pilgrims queuing to come in. It'll be, it's just, it seems unfair just for you to have well, that I, corner all to yourself. Bed down Let's bed down. Let's bed down. Let's get bed our down. energy back. Yes, we'll bed down because we'll I want bed another down, drink. Please, Fuck the pilgrims. I can bring some ale up to your rooms if you pay me two extra coins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gregoros will pay you two coins. What? I've already paid. I bought the first round. Gregoros will buy another Fuck round. Fuck you, Sharon. You never put your fucking hand in your pocket. Shit, Sharon's round. Let me... Uh, he got, I can, think, I, can I, cha- can he I chat her up? Cake. Uh, can I chat her up and get her to bring it up for nothing? So you can try, Limmy. 
I've got quite a quite quite good I mean, charisma. I mean, yeah. uh, excuse me, sir. May I may I take one of these seats here? Are you are you leaving or are you staying? One of the pilgrims approaches oh, you. Oh, they stink. Oh God, is one religious oh, types. Uh, go, go on then. What's yeah. your name, mate? Um, Steg. <laughs> Steg. Oh, my. Good, yes, pleased to meet yes. you. My name's Gregolas. Jesus, fuck, I forgot my name. Oh, Gregolas, yes. <laughs> and what are you three guys here? What, what, what are you gentlemen doing? Don't tell to him. We're not doing anything, my We're friend. We're certainly not looking for a magic knot. I know that oh, much. Please, oh, please, Gregolas. Oh, the magic knot. You look Jesus not, Christ. Fellow, you know, the squat little dwarf and a, a goblin. Who travels with a goblin? Uh, I know. I know. I have you know. This is uh, this is thirteen twenty one. Things are a little bit different nowadays. Are you doing the pilgrims' trail as well? We're thinking about it, but we don't like dwarfs in comparison. It depends. Where is the pilgrims' trail going exactly? Oh well, it it dots around the map. Um, it dots around the land. There's six holy sites, and they all relate to different religions and faiths. But pilgrims like me, um. We like to get the, the passport stamped of one e- each different site. Um, so there's one reportedly between Port Carrion and Tring, which I'm going to hopefully with my friends once we're finished here. There's also um, one down near the Votal Wetlands. Oh, it's one of these fucking gap year pilgrims. How how are you travelling? I fucking hate gap year pilgrims. We we, we travel slow in a in a in a pillar of people. Uh, We're not uh, we're not fast talkers. This is bad journey. Petrol. Uh should we get a bed? Let's go let's bed down. Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think that's enough. But landlady I was going oh, right, to right, right, ask if he's got any tips on what we should look out for on the way. Uh, oh, um. Well, I just did. What's the matter, my lover? Uh, sorry. Call uh, me over, little goblin boy. Uh, can <laughs> we, I, I'm not bothered about the two coin and the drinks, but I would like to bet down, please. My sweethearts, you all go upstairs and I will wake you up in the morning with a hearty breakfast. Oh, and thank off. you, landlady. You have lovely breasts. Uh, I would like to take a whiskey up with me, please. That's that's perfectly fine. It will be up by your bedpan when you get up there. Oh, lovely. Boy. Thank you. Old man. Elf. Um, I'm so not old. The three what? intrepid travellers. The three intrepid travellers go upstairs and bed down for the night and listen to the hustle and the bustle of the pilgrims downstairs. Eventually, the noise dies down by about five in the morning. They get some good quality sleep. They then woke up to the noise of the market. The three travellers walk downstairs to be greeted by the buxom inn lady. Hello, my beauties. Um, the, so for the night and the beer, can I have five coin? I please? only had one hour's sleep. No, I'm not sure if I got a good deal here. I, would, I, did, I suppose we didn't have to stay, did we, for fuck's sake? I would like my five coin, please, so if I can have five coins... I have another idea. Let us have a wager. We will roll, and if we score three or more, we will double your coin. If we score under three, we will not, not pay, pay. you. <laughs> not well, my boys, not paying won't be a, an option for you, I'm afraid, okay. because you will be harassed and harangued when you leave here. Until the place you come to next, you will not be able to go to another inn in the whole land. So well, I, I would suggest you just pay me the five coin, boys. I will pay five coin. 
Here is. Can I see the five coin? Uh, I think I have it. Let me just have a look in my handbag. <laughs> the one. I pull a forget two. me arrow from my quiver, I and have, I shoot her at the side of the head. Four. Now she's have forgotten got... that we owe her anything. <laughs> I have. Have you got any coin? Have you got any coin, Baz? I don't think I have coin. I've got the Pete Tongs. I've got the photo of my husband. Potion of laughter. I've got no coin. I've got a pocket knife. Someone just give me the coin. What and if then we I, can I, get this bit done? I have another. What if I give you, uh, offer you my love? <laughs> I give. I offer you ten minutes of elven love, Is elven magic. Or <laughs> everyone knows elves are the best lovers in the in this kingdom. Everyone knows goblins are the best lovers. Um, Sharon, no one wants to see. I mean, okay, unless you want to fuck Sharon, then. Remember. That's why they call us goblins, because we gobble you out. <laughs> okay. Oh my, Unless you want dear. Sharon to gobble you, you out. What, oh. We will start a slate. Get out of here. And we ah. will talk about this on your journey back. You Yay. won't be five coins. That's a good idea. The fee will double to ten. Great we'll idea. have a shitload of coin on our way back. We will bring we? you coin, ma- ma- madam. What is your name? Gert. Gert. Yes. Thank you for being so kind to us, Gert. We promised on our return we will bring you coin. Whatever we find, we will bring you, Gert, and we will never forget you. We're going on a very important mission. We're going to get loads of coin, and that's a fact. So yeah, the Trevor's book I mean, the easiest thing there would have been, Greg, just to give the five coin, yeah. and then we could have moved along. <laughs> to those, we're now outside. Did, did I, I have coin? I don't think, I think I had coin, any coin. By the way, is I, the, I've got no coin on I my... I thought I spent all of my coin on uh, beer. No? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know I had I coin. I have not got coin, that's what, you, that's what you got at the end of the last episode. You I, got coin, didn't you, instead of anything else? Yeah, you of, got coin. Oh, did I? Instead yeah. of potion. Oh, right. <laughs> you fuck up. <laughs> oh, well, I think we need that for something else. So I was going to offer somebody who started to say, I've still got the coin. I can give it. I mean, I can still give her the coin. Are you going to offer to fuck oh. everything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Special no, move. No, now I've got the coin. I mean, oh. Well, we will pay her more with coin on our return. Yeah. We'll, when we'll we go. More, we'll get so, more coin. What is it like now we have left Dungeon Master? What are we seeing? Yeah. I've walked outside the inn and there's a uh, there's a busy marketplace going on there. You walk down to your horses and you see a street game being played. Four robustly built men sit at the head of a table answering questions. What is a tree? A tree's a plant, sir. Okay. And the crowd would clap. <laughs> what is a hat? Is something you wear on your head, sir? Yes. And the crowd would clap. These four people were answering very simple questions, but the crowd of idiots and buffoons seemed to think, treat them as geniuses. Does anybody want to gamble some coin and see if they can answer some questions? It you, sounds like a trap. You gamble, gamble. I love answering questions and I've got coin, I've now found out. So, yes, me, please. An elf okay. and his coin are soon parted. So, if you if you get a question wrong, it's minus two on charisma. Okay? Okie dokie. So, what tree is called the tree of death? Um, the crowd sit silently with bated breath. The tree of death? I don't know. Is it the cypress tree? I don't know. Fool, fool, says the one of the fat men. What? It's the yew tree. Oh. Could I have a better question, please? Name a condition the yew tree can be used for. What? It can be tri- to treat. Ask one of the fat men. 
These are fucking shit questions. Can I have my coin back, please? I don't know. I don't want to do this anymore. Headaches. <laughs> uh, is it? Fucking no, mate. it's diphtheria, tapeworm, swollen tonsils, seizures, or joint oh, pain. Oh, fucking course it is. Oh, well. The but last question. You're now down to two coins. I'm just worried our elf's going to die from lack of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who is the fairest prince? Oh, that'd be Chris. That'd be Prince the crowd Chris. Cheers. Yeah. Prince Chris. Well done, my <laughs> friend. Well done. And that was the end of the challenge. Oh, it was good. So you're down say minus minus two coin. And minus two charisma. Mm. He's not writing anything down. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I think he's cheating. Your paper, my friend. What? Minus two coin and minus two charisma. Uh. So charisma is now one. I saw well, not that. if I have a little smoke could, on my elven pipe. I could sort of see that coming a mile off. <laughs> have a little. And your coin, your coin isn't even written on here. So yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. How many coins coin? did um, Gregoros have? He got forty. He picked up a bag of coin and a knife, didn't he? Oh, so no wonder, no wonder he's being so flash. So, <laughs> so he had forty coin. Yeah. 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 And how many coin has he spent so far? Um, he's just lost two coin from that bet because he refused two to buy it. And two he spent last night on ale. No, that, that and the last night, it was all, no, because that was the full bill she was issuing oh. you with. So, he, so he's yeah. got 38 coin left, I've yeah? Still, so so he still hasn't paid the five, but that's... I still have a fair whack of coin left, How much though? coin does he have left, yeah, Dungeon yeah, yeah, Master? 38. 38. 38, okay, so he's got 38 38, coin. why not? Good. So now we know how much coin you have, Gryffindor. Gregolos. Gryffindor? <laughs> Sorry. Gimble Grumble. Gimble Grumble. <laughs> Whatever. So, so far, we've left the inn and we're now, we've done some gambling. <laughs> and what happens now, Dungeon Master? You go and get on your horses and off you trot. Here I go. <clears throat> ah, what lovely weather it is trotting through these woods. You know, sometimes I think back to my younger days when I was a little goblin, and I used to have a streaming service. When called... was that? One hundred and forty thousand years ago. Ha! So, what uh, happened to your husband? Did he kill himself? Uh, no, my husband <laughs> used to advertise. He advertised <laughs> goblin sticks. Oh no! One... Shut up about your fucking advertiser husband, Sharon. For fuck's sake! No one wants to know about I that. I remember a game we used to play when I was a young goblin. It was a like a television game in the sun and the sky. It was called Huddies. What the fuck are you talking about? When someone shut Sharon and up, only I, mean, I could complete it. But well, someone either me, either me tried, or you, Libby. but they never did, could complete Huddies. Did, I ever, did oh. I ever tell you the time when I used to roadie for Jimi Hendrix and his flaming loot? No, yeah, yeah, it's only now... about four times already, <laughs> Libby. Uh... You're now a few miles out of Port Carrion, and you spot the path suddenly getting busy again and there's a crowd of people off to the right and in the clearing you observe a full fat muscular man and it appears to be holding court do you stop and listen well I think we'll be rude not to I think we might miss a trick I like a good uh, what's it fat man. Man. <laughs> is it the, Lem- it is Lemmy Kilminster the fat <laughs> man you. talks you ah. can hear him as you work your way through <laughs> the crowd um um, is that why my, uh, Mount Thunder got here? Uh, not Thunder, but by a higher force, uh, travellers from other worlds. 
at Insana, your thoughts are daft. What do you do? You push to the front. What is he? Oh, saying? travelers, travelers, what do you seek? He uh, seems to be quite pleased with seeing new people in the audience. We seek a nut. Well, just slow down there, Sharon. I mean, I'm sorry. I, 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 I did tell that one bloke at the tavern, but I don't think I should be shouting it. We shouldn't be telling everyone. Unless it is the bloke with the nut. It's not the bloke with the nut, is it? Do you uh, know? No, no, no. Come no. forward. Come forward. I'm right up nose to nose. He, you look at, he keeps winking down at his toes. You look at his toes and he slides a shoe off and writes help in the soil with his toe. Oh, this is intriguing. Oh, so why are you talking? Why are you writing help with your foot and saying other things with your mouth? Shh. Listen, come closer. Come closer. I've been blessed with great wealth, but cursed at the same time. I'm a beguiler of fools. Everyone will listen to what I say, but I, I just need to get away. Will you help me get away from these crowds of people? Let me. You must help him. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, how, what do you mean to help you? Well, can't you walk? Just walk away. Please don't tell they us we have to. They follow me. They follow me. Oh, they I want see. to ask okay. me questions. The... Well, shall one of us, two of us My walk away with Ro you? My name is Roe Hogan. What is your way. name, good ah. sir? Paul Hogan. Roe Hogan. Roe Hogan. <laughs> May I ask you a question, Roe? Is Roe this become some kind of weird curse where if we help you, we become the ones that they follow? I've seen things like this before. Uh, listen, no. Ah. I think what he's trying to say is he's got loads of pointless followers. How much? And, uh, it doesn't matter what he does. They're going to follow him, but we'll, we'll just drag him away from them. How, how much how, how will you repay us if we do you this kind service? The cure for me would be, if you do this for me, I will give you a great, a great, great award for this. Um, it will be such a good award. It'll be like, you know, the equivalent of shooting an elk with a bow from 60 foot. I don't think we can refuse, do you? I was going to call you fellas, but I don't think I'll you're really I'll give you a, a little fella. clue. Great character here. What if I play Martin. a song and lead him away like the Pied Piper? You don't have, like, you don't have to do everything there and let You can say, yeah, and like, do that for him. Go, right, we'll do that on the way sort of thing. We can, you know... Oh, this is. I tell you what, let's. Oh, <laughs> this is too much. I can't. I can't. Do killed it. the dungeon master. Fuck, Fuck it. Well, I think. Mark, I think. Lemmy. Lemmy's. Lemmy Kilminster just wants to play his loot all the time. But I did have the idea of maybe tying a rope round his leg and dragging him off. <laughs> um. More. Yeah. C- more next week. Yeah. We're, we're... Find out what happens on the intrepid yeah. journey next week. It's a good time to. To recess, so we've met this guy, we've met the Rojogan or whatever his name is, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's got loads I of fo- which wants us to get him away from these people, and then we've, we're that we're going to decide what we're going to do. I think we have to roll quite a low score for kindness when you've just given the dungeon master a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus well, Christ, sorry about that, Chris. <laughs> no, it's all right, it's all right, mate. It's not okay. easy being a dungeon master, is it? Sorry about that when you've got people that you know like us because I think I think <laughs> in a lot of these type right, of fantasy right. games you're allowed to it's actually not, say um, what you're doing I think and then talk in character it sounds better than it is <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it, that could it, be an insult it, or a compliment it's not really the work that you know, the reward you get back from it is it <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs>
What do you reckon it would be like if people started panic buying dildos? I'll ask you another question you can all answer. Um, individually, please. One at a time, no shouting out. I'm going to go for each one of you. Let's start with Chris. Can you imagine what it would be like to have sex with Paul Daniels? It depends what era. Uh, mid to late 80s. Not now. At his height. What age? At his peak. No. I thought there was only one era. decade. No, because he came, he the came 80s, of age really. initially as this cool, funny comedian in the 70s, wasn't he? And it was yeah. through the 80s that he then became the quite naff TV presenter. Well, we can... Let's talk about... Okay, you can you can do 70s then, and then if Greg can do late bit, 80s. I'll do him all day as Wizbit, because mm. it's oh, well, just the shape. Yeah, but he wasn't Wizbit, was he? No, yeah, he just... Go, ha-ha, this way. He was, he was, you want to fuck Wizbit? You don't want to fuck Wizbit, not Paul Daniels in. Yeah, but Paul Daniels is Wizbit, isn't he? No, he's not. No, he's not that was his program, He stands next to him, doesn't he? <laughs> he yeah, it was his program, him, yeah. <laughs> you can't be both. No, Wizbit. that's Debbie McGee dressed as Paul Daniels. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you reckon there's a split screen and he plays both parts they put them together yeah. at the end? Like, maybe. You'd, you'd, you'd be, be sorely disappointed because it's not Paul Daniels who plays Wizbit. Yeah. So you'd be thinking, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> and it's not him. It's Debbie McGee. Yeah, I mean, Debbie McGee. Yeah, mm, but it's not Paul Daniels, is it? Um, what era are you going for, Greg? Late 80s? I mean, I only really know him from the 80s, to be honest. What are we with talking? You. Picked up in a car after a show? Yeah, I mean, Noel Edmonds style in a silver Range Rover. Nice. Get in, boys. <laughs> Get in, boy! <laughs> Hammy. Boys? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Handy for Paul? There wasn't loads of us there. Would you uh, want to see a trick? Um, well, get, I'd sit, I'd just, get I'd your did, trick I had his, I had his fucking magic set. Yeah, I saw. I did, did everyone have his magic set with yeah. the? Do you know what reminded me of um, <laughs> having balls, sex with Paul Daniels? Balls. Is I went to a charity shop in Bedgrove and they had two Paul Daniels magic sets in there, but they were from different eras. So one of them had more hair than oh, the right. other. Like one had when he's got like his hair on the front, and then the other Paul Daniels magic it, set it disappeared back. like magic. So he was, he was, was he doing magic and everything in the seventies? Yeah. He must have been, yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think was he his height though? Was he not the no, most famous in the eighties? No, but I think he came of. He got found, didn't it? It was on one of those, those shows. Ah, uh, those like where yeah, they, I know. You know those act shows, yeah. Like, well, those variety ones, a bit like the X Factor of the day. Um, I imagine him sure working he... all the clubs and getting his pat ass because I think he was always in the magic circle and doing probably the northern type clubs. And yeah, um, yeah then I think he, I think he got discovered, and then he got his own TV program, didn't he, where he was doing that. Carney act, and then he would get different different uh, circus acts on. I was like Lenny Henry, wasn't it? He he got sort of discovered on one of them. Yes, yeah, yeah. As a teenager, yeah. What were they called? Okay, I can't remember. A new faces and opportunity knocks. Yeah, that's it. Tell me what. God, I was going to say. I'm sure it was new faces. Yeah, he got new faces. Tell me what you all know about the Grumbleweeds. Fuck all. It's just one of them things. I had to look at the pictures when you shared that. I was like, who are the fucking Grumbleweeds? I don't, I don't know anything about them. Well, they have got a brand new Combine Harvester and you can have the key, which yeah. is based on the roller skate oh, song. Oh, that was them? Yeah. Now, I've got a brand oh, new well, Combine When I saw the picture, it looked like an old, older guy and a younger guy, and I thought they were like a comedy. That's the new, new Grumbleweeds. Oh, okay, right. Got well, up. I've just done a little bit of research in my mind's eye. Um... So Paul Daniels made his tele- television uh, or televisual debut on the long-running talent show Opportunity Knocks in 1970 Boom. and came second. Second? <laughs> Fucking hell. Johnny Hamp, the television producer, saw Daniels in that show and later gave him a regular spot on a show compared by Bernard Manning at the Wheel Tappers and Shunters Social Club That's right. for <laughs> Granada Television. <laughs> Wheel Tappers and Shunters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
which I think then another another little magician, uh, Noel Gallagher, used for the uh, one of the videos of his high flying his high flying birds, and he or is he? Yeah, that's right. It's like yeah. a fake wheel taps and shunters. But the Grumbleweeds obviously were the, the, the common harvester. But I was watching some videos of them. One of them does up jukeboxes now. One of them's passed away. But he's still going and he's got a younger Which guy. Which one that's does it? Saw. The one who didn't? Oh, right. uh, yeah, oh, the one that passed away. The younger guy. Go on. <clears throat> okay, do you want to have a little question for you? What is a nice piece of meat that's perfect for meal times? Sounds like a simple question, but I think it's a little more complex than you think it is. Because thinking of the perfect piece of meat for meal times, one you is... haven't had in ages that you really like. I mean, if you like lots of different meats, then you don't have the same meat every fucking day, do you? So the perfect meat on that occasion would be the one you've had like least in the is last. There any week. meat you wouldn't? So eat? say you hadn't had steak for two weeks and you've eaten every other fucking meat. So then that night, the perfect meat would be steak. I had lamb yesterday. There you go. So Johnny, so for tomorrow, his perfect meat wouldn't be lamb, I did, unless he likes lamb well, every day. A little funny thing happened to me before I came over here. I put the oven on to cook uh, steak and dumplings. When I went to have it, um, you know when the timer's wrong on your oven? It didn't actually cook. It was still cold, so I might have to have it when I get in. Oh. Have you ever had unusual meats? Yes. What's the most unusual meat sausage, you've ever put so, in your mouth? The sausage tree I went to with you. Um, I, I had, I think I had crocodile or kangaroo no crocodile lad that's kind of that's that wasn't that strange it wasn't very nice crocodile sausage no it was like a like a steak it was like a crocodile steak but it was it was weird it was like a mixture of fish and meat and just but nothing it was like not as good as either and so yeah shit pointless just a stupid novelty probably tastes like otter I'd imagine the kangaroo's nice oh you've tried kangaroo I've tried kangaroo and uh, ostrich is nice that's normal though you get ostrich in Tesco's shark Uh, not shark I've had had snake snake as well yeah snake in Vietnam that was nice snake was nicer than um, crocodile because that was just more fishy I'd say no it was fishy and meaty but it was nice see snake is what I expected is it chewy no, not really. I expected little, to be chewy. A little bit rubbery. It's a bit like calamari. Slightly yeah, like calamari. Eerie. Um, but it's definitely nice. Snake's definitely nicer than crocodile. Hmm. Chris, have you ever eaten any unusual meat? Uh, the same as what J Dog was saying, basically. Yeah, I've right, always Nothing. Yeah. I actually looked up the grumble weeds, and the first thing that came up was grumble meaning. And the dic- dictionary definition uh, grumble can mean to complain about something in a bad tempered way or to make a low rumbling sound. So it's just what I thought it was. And weeds. <laughs> I watched another themselves. episode of Buzzcocks this week. Did you watch another one? I didn't know. How was yeah. it? Uh, it's a bit flat. Yeah. It's insipid. Yeah, isn't it? It's, it's, there's, it's, well, there's, um, no there's no crowd, is there? No the, thing, the, the worst thing for me was when the, what's his name, the man like Mobine or whatever. What's oh, his name? Yeah, yeah he did his name. Gone. Yeah, he did a he did a, he did a mediocre. It wasn't even a mediocre joke. It wasn't. It just wasn't funny. It it, it was just about could be recognised as a joke. And that Daisy Bird was bent up, doubled oh. up, by leaning over the desk, going, ah, looking looking left and right. Uh, uh, we weren't laughing. So she, she was like, it's like she being injected or told. Because I don't think I don't yeah, like, like laugh at everything, get the energy be up. the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the energy up and all that. It's, it's like they've all been really... told to laugh at all his jokes. Yeah, because yeah, there's, no, be... there's no way she found it that funny. You've got I know. to be 300 people laughing at once now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't see it. Um, so that, yeah, what is that guy's cringe. name again? Guz Khan. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Guz Khan, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan. I think I he's like... quite a talented comic. I like the thing he did when he did but... that documentary for Vice. They were really good. 
when he went under in, into America and met all those that's not groups. It's not the same guy. No, no. it's not Gus Khan. Him no, that's Jamil. a different one. Yeah, that's Jamil. That's Jamil. Yeah. Jamil. Like that. yeah. yeah. Why, you say, why did he say Gus Khan then? I don't know. Oh, no, no, Jamil is a different person. Yeah, different he's not a man person. like yeah. a bean. No, the guy Vice isn't the same guy. The guy you're meaning Jamil something, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamil he's with the, the beard same guy. and the glasses. The guy that we're talking about on fucking thing isn't the same guy, is it? Yeah, no. the one on Buzzcocks is the one that did the Vice thing and went and oh, visited it? Oh, all the I people. I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't see it, so... I've seen just, that documentary. That's really good. I'm confused. I thought there was someone called Jamil that looks like him as well. Oh, fuck knows. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, it's not very good. So what would you put in Room 101 for this 101 episode? This episode, could, this probably. episode, yeah. What? Fucking... <laughs> all the episodes. Huh? This... <laughs> Everything I've ever fucking said. I've got a uh, good question for you. Do you reckon people are crying out for Men in Black 5? No. Not after the fucking shit show that was Men in Black International that I was in, apparently. I looked. At, I watched it again the other day just to make sure because it's on... Disney and I freeze framed it and when you freeze frame it because that scene's in motion it makes any people in it go and cut them their bodies in half so you can't even fucking t- but I know I'm no so you I'm, go away with it it's not me yes yeah, so <laughs> I, I can say it's me I go that's me and you just can't tell that brings you us on to another amazing story this week which I've totally forgotten about so what Greg also did after that that spurred him on to pay for Ladies in Lavender <laughs> on Amazon Prime so he actually brought it the film that he was in years ago but now listen to I, this I had a few drinks I was like, oh, he had a few it. drinks he was like yeah fuck it I'll get Ladies in Lavender I was in that is now, that to rent or buy now if you've listened to the podcast in the past you'll have known he's mentioned this a few times about he was did some extra work and he had to wear a fake moustache and there was like a singing scene so ladies in lavender stories about some guy who gets washed up on a beach it's about a virtuoso violinist he's polish or whatever and he gets washed up on a beach judy dench and maggie smith find him charles dance take him in and they start molesting him and stuff check this out so this is the best bit about this so there's a scene that greg is in okay <laughs> and it's a big scene like they're all in like a barn and there's loads and loads of people Has in he this got barn a digital watch it was in Ethrop okay. Manor <laughs> and is, it, is that where it was Ethrop Manor Ethrop yeah? Manor right, okay. near Wadston yeah. Ooh, Greg has never seen this film but his I, mum told him like oh you have it. and he knows he was in it I have of course. but it's been a long time long since time. I watched the scene yeah. guess what you watch every scene of that and they're all singing, they're all dancing, everyone's in it. The only person that isn't in it is Greg. <laughs> and his mate's in it loads of yeah. times. And you do see Greg, right? There's these three girls sat on a table, yeah? And you see the side silhouette of Greg's face, yeah. like blurred for about five seconds, not even that, just behind them. Because obviously they're seen, someone's talking to them. So they have to be in it. So you see Greg, his silhouette behind it. And it's like they've just cut him out the whole film. For they someone, just didn't want him in it. For someone that was there the whole fucking day, right? For like 12 hours, I couldn't have been in the film any less. They like, had the camera everywhere. Every part of the fucking barn. And I'm like, <laughs> Is well, it like they were trying to avoid I'm someone? I'm like, there's Mark. We're like, Wilshire, whatever. There's Tony the window cleaner. These guys I met on set. I was like, sold them weed or whatever. And I'm still friends with them now. I see him in the street. I'm like, yeah, it's what, whoever. And uh, Tony wasn't in that scene. He's in like, but the, one of the other scenes, he's blatantly there with, with a pipe, this big yeah. beard, and he's like, it's really blatant. Like, hey, 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 yeah. I think you even hear him talking. I think he's even got a line. Uh, and, and Mark, you see about 10 on 10 different shots. So I'm like, there's Mark again. There he is again. You can clearly see Mark. Like, Barry's there going, oh, there's your mate again. And I'm like, fuck's sake. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and I was waiting for me. I was like, I'm sure there's another then, bit. And there's not. It's he's not. waiting. He's going, no, it's yeah. this bit. It's this bit coming up. And the guy who's in it, the main actor, he's obviously Daniel a violent, Brule. Daniel yeah. Brule. He's 
starts to play the violin in the barn so they have a little sing song yeah. and then he picks up the violin to play it and then Greg's like oh yeah I'm definitely going to be in this bit because obviously <laughs> everyone's singing and dancing like do 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 you see all their faces and it pans around everybody <laughs> every single fucking person in there you even see right the back of the head of the person who sat next to the girls yeah, and uh, you think well that must be Greg because yeah, it's, it's a silhouette that's not even him yeah. it's like they moved him yeah. <laughs> they moved him like, CGI don't get that guy in the fucking shot I'm at all I'm not putting that down I mean, I'm not hideously ugly so I'm, I'm putting it down to being too attention stealing uh, you know we'll put it down to that you know focus pulling um, it's yeah, almost anyway, like, so it's like the opposite of the camera loves you isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely hates me um <laughs> I, the thing is, I, I hadn't actually watched the first part of the film, so I, but I still haven't. I, I sort of, it was on in the background. I sort of, but that's the most I've actually watched it. It did seem a bit, a little bit, a little bit boring. If I'm, on, <laughs> if I'm honest, but it's rated higher than uh, Men in Black International. It's got seven point seven point oh on IMDb, which well, is this going to be the score. big year. I'm sure there's going to be a few more films. Oh yeah, yeah. There's got to be. That'll be uh, yeah. When I, as soon as I sign up with an agency again. Did yeah. anyone watch the uh, new series of Great British Bake Off? Do you watch that? I don't watch it. No. TV license. You don't watch it? I love it. I think it's really. I sometimes gentle. I'm watching. My partner watches it, so but I'm usually. Do you reckon that uh, you could um, go all the way by sneaking on Mr. Kipling's cakes? <laughs> Just having them up your sleeves. No, because Mr. Kipling's cakes are fucking <laughs> shit compared to homemade cakes. Why would have you like Mr. Would you rather have a Mr. Kipling's cake than a really delicious home one of those cakes they make on the fucking Bake Off? Not do, you at think, all. do you think Paul Hollywood like would rather eat a Mr. Kipling's cake than a fucking really? I well think he'd eat anything put in front of him. Well, yeah, I was even. thinking, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, you know Paul, the bit uh, of the showcase. You know the showcase where they they just give them the ingredients and go, oh right, you've got to make this. Can you imagine what would happen if they go, oh yeah, uh, this week it's Viennese World, a shitty stale like <laughs> bake like f- thing with thick icing like. For August like last year August it's come off the shelf a Mr. Kidman thing rubbish I can't I, would, I wouldn't pay to I wouldn't have be paid to eat it sorry Chris I'll tell you what did me in but because I know it's in it's it's back so I, I heard Prue Leaf on chat on oh, Radio 4 this week it was just as I was flicking through the radio and driving and I heard her and I was because she was talking about Brexit and I thought it was like a posh politician talking about Brexit and they were like so you're famously pro-Brexit yet you support the catering injury sh- industry she was like yes I know it's such a shame isn't it she was like all these businesses so difficult I tried to really support them and, the, and they went yeah but you were pro-Brexit do you regret that decision she went mm, not really it will depend on how the shop um I think she said something like, it'll depend on how um, hospitality bounces back as to whether she'll decide whether it's been a success or not. I was like, that's such a fucking st- typical self-interested position to take, isn't it, By Well, she's about 85 years old, isn't she? Yeah. She's so, I, I, don't, you I know, forgive her for that. I forgive all the elderly for their pro-Brexit views. You have to. How do you, you think no it's choice? going, Brexit? Because they were warned and we told them. You voted for it. How do you think it's them? going? It's not. We told them, and they wouldn't listen. I mean, is, is, the, is the petrol being blamed on Brexit somehow? Yeah, supply chain issues. But going back to Bake Off a minute, the Viennese Wells. I just want to say something. Just one second, right? Imagine mm. if they said, Paul said, you've got to cook. Right, the technical challenge. The yes. Technical challenge. Okay, yes, yes, yes. So yes, Mr. Kipling's yes. on the technical challenge. Yes. yes, I'm with you there. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, he got says, you. "Oh, Viennese Wells. Yep, yep, you yep. crack open a box of Kiplings. You put them in the oven for like maybe not even ten minutes just to warm them brilliant. up. Technically, they're brilliant. Yeah. But they taste fucking shit. But can you they imagine taste like no. Mr. Kipling's? Imagine if he gave you a handshake. They, they taste 
fucking shit. Imagine if you got the handshake. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, the thing is, he, he ate one of your V&Es and gave yeah. you the fucking handshake. That's the worth tea cakes. It tastes... Oh, it tastes yeah. No, that's right. You don't have to use Kipling. You can use any... All the cakes they make, you yeah. can get you, them from somewhere. You can, you, you can buy yeah. them from somewhere. So all you need to do in true. the prep is buy the fucking cake from pret a Buy every single type oh, of cake true. there is and yeah. hide it up your sleeve. Have and then, it on you and then do like sleight of hand as you take it out the oven. Again, these buns yeah. Right. Again, you'd always win on presentation... But I'd say the taste will be lacking. Oh well, no, it's not. The taste is going to be it's going to be adequate, isn't it? It's going yeah, to. Be, I think one of the yeah. main flaws in that plans is you know they have got TV cameras there, didn't you? Yeah, true. They'd find all the boxes in the bin, wouldn't they? <laughs> the cake boxes and stuff. Could, well, no, you could. Have I'd all... have mirrors all around the around the oven. Hmm. Just, yeah, I don't know. There's one way of doing it. Your I mean, workstation have... be too tidy clean and tidy because there'd been like no mess anywhere and they'd go oh you did them quick and look how clean you are like everything's completely done sleeve, and then you fuck around with the you have the real biscuits up your sleeve then fuck around with the ingredients going oh, da, 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 when they're not looking then you have to put the real ingredients into your pa- yeah, 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 into your trousers or whatever like Shawshank Redemption and put them into your like, do you think they'd not notice because you'd have to wait until they told you what the challenge is and while everyone oh, else started know. getting their ingredients out you run up the shop you know, you run over and do a shit next to Sharon Hawkins. You have to have table, one trouser leg with the. Yours. Everyone's tight cleaning that up. One trouser with pastries. One trouser with, one one with digestives. Mister Kipling's products in it, and then one trouser leg with all the off spill of all the c- cooking and ingredients. You're really yeah, nervous like, and hot, um, escape, um, The Great Escape, like where they're building the tunnel yeah. and they go around and shake it in the yard and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. walking around shaking flour shaking around. out brown sugar and then, yeah. or you could go and put, you could go and cram stuff under you know the tent has obviously got like a base canvas mat layer so you could go out there and oh yeah, yeah just, just under sh- the corner under the corner of the fucking tent well, why not yeah. get someone to tunnel up and just give you a finished cake that's all. Get a really good baker <laughs> yeah. to bake it underground. Yeah. Under your oven. Yeah. Yeah. Just take out just the bottom of your oven. The oven. <laughs> <laughs> just turn your oven on. Just pass them all the crap. That like, would be like the yeah, greatest escape. Yeah, yeah, just pass them all the ingredients. It's the Kipling. Yeah. So you'd, you'd have to do, be careful. You do whatever the, the fuck Kipling. you like. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you like on a tray. Wait till they're not looking. Go do do do. Put it in. The person just takes a tray from you. Yeah. Waits a bit. You turn it on. They turn on a light. But what they just go do 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 and then just come up. What if someone puts the oven on and kills your baker while he's got his head in the oven? But what if that person thinks? Starts that's getting, the that's a risk, isn't oh, it? Yeah. That person. My friend Darren Kipling's um, gonna turn up in five minutes. Okay, you can come to the studios, isn't it? <laughs> Darren Kipling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren and Katie Kipling. Darren gets really jealous and envious of why he can't be on there, but it's because he can't be on there because he didn't get He's on there. He's a professional, there. isn't he? Um, so, should we uh, have a final question before we do the brown bear step yeah, into the comedy? Is the club. question why? No, the <laughs> final question would be. Uh, what would Jesus have thought about computers? Well, he invented them, didn't he? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. I'm your host, Stephen Mike Compare. It's absolutely wonderful to see everybody here again tonight. We're live from Victoria Park near Wigston in Leicester, and we're at the Old Boy, the Carrot and the Stick public house. Uh, we've got a packed audience in here tonight, and we've got a lot of great acts for you to see coming up on the bill. So uh, everyone's happy, everyone's settled down. That's it, come in, take a seat. There we go. And wherever this guy sit down. Lovely. Okay, there we go. He sat down. I like people like that. They come in late. Uh, very, very annoying, but he sat down. I know he's, not, he's just ignoring me. He's talking to his... Sir, please, 
Thank you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, got some great acts tonight. Uh, coming up now, uh, the first act this evening is Mr. James Watley. Uh, you haven't seen him before. He's a new act on the scene, Mr. James Watley. So, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and give a big round of applause, Mr. James Watley. Yeah. Uh, 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 everybody, uh, my name's my name's James. My name's James Watley. Everybody, I had a I had a little drink for a car. I ain't done this before, so I just wanted to get a little bit of Dutch confidence. You fucking I had a little drink for a car, and they give me confidence to do my jokes. Uh, I got some jokes. Oh yeah, so you get them and you laugh at them. And make you laugh. So they say uh, you uh, people say you should follow your dreams. Say so I follow my dreams, and I walked into Tesco naked, and uh, yeah, oh, I fucked it up. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, I walked into Tesco and pissed, and uh, I pissed myself. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm. I don't normally have a drink. I've been like two years sober, but I thought I like just needed to come on and get a bit of... I've said it before, and I'll say it again, but I do sing, guys. So I'll do this song. Oi, Caroline. Oh, my darling, Caroline. You're the sweetest girl I know across the sea. That's a traditional, that's a song my grand, my old granddad, don't you fucking dare say anything about him. Fucking, I'm, fuck off. I've been James Watley, fuck off. Thank you very much, James Watley. That was James Watley, absolutely cracking. Hopefully we'll be back. A few less drinks next time, please, James, but absolutely good stuff. Uh, so uh, we've got another app for you this evening ladies and gentlemen you've seen this guy before he's been here many times you, some of you might not have seen him but some of you may have seen him before but he knows a thing or two about bugs ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together and give a rig warm welcome or pass for Mr Stephen Ladybird hello hello um, bit rough round here isn't it the carrot and stick a uh, bit more stick than carrot uh, I was outside having a cigarette before I came in here and um there was a gang of lads that were trying to ponce a cigarette off me, and I'm, you know, I'm able to look after myself. I've got quite a fierce sting on me, so I said, well, you know, back off, back off. Um, and they would not back off. In fact, they pushed me and um, manhandled me, and this blonde held me up against the wall and went, do you not know who I am? And I went, hey, everybody, there's a man over here that doesn't know who he is, and he struck me. And I went, well, now it's my turn to ask the questions. And I said, do you know what's red? And I can't remember the joke, but the punchline was a brick, and that's what I hit him with. <laughs> so, hello, motherfuckers. Um, I'm back, and I'm back positive with my mucky mouth. Uh, are you all having a good night? Yeah. Uh. Oh, it's a great club. Yeah. And a great club. And I love coming back here. And um, even the waspy staff don't put me off. In fact, talking about a waspy staff, has anybody fucked a beehive? Oh, it's amazing. All those little drones trying to heave out my witchetty grub until I envelop them with my liquid web. Uh, Mrs. Ladybird loves it too, as my shaft has never been the most, like, veiny of appendages, so the bumps are very welcome. Um, 
Oh, you also like the way she removes the stings? Oh, uh, it looks like a devil's flower mantis by the end of it. <laughs> You've all seen a devil's flower mantis, I'm sure. Um, sometimes the stings go right down the shaft and to the bit underneath, you know, uh, the bit underneath. Um, you know, the um, the ball bag, that's it. <laughs> I should have asked Mrs. Ladybug because it was on the tip of her tongue last night. So, and she is a special lady. So, coronavirus. Um, have you heard the term novel coronavirus? Uh, I, I thought it sounds like you could finish it in an evening. It wouldn't, like, carry on. Or maybe it does take a little bit longer because you put it down and don't pick it up for six months. Um, a bit like your sex life when there's little ladybirds. Well, little Stephen ladybirds about. Anyway, I've got a poem um, that I'll read you. My poem... It's a metaphor for many things. It's a metaphor for life. It's a metaphor for learning. And it's something that my, my father um, said to me. It's a bit of a... You'll see what I mean. It's called Eat Shit. When I was a pupae, my father taught me how to fly. Stephen, he said to me, I want you to look up at the sky, focus on the highest leaf. Imagine sitting atop that thing and think about what you can achieve. From the small to the big, break it down to minute to minute. Timetable your whole day, ignore the critics. Stop worrying about what they say. Because if you can get up there, you'll have proved the doubters wrong. And you'll be away from this right where you belong. So from that day on, I tried my very best to teach myself to fly up into the eagle's nest above my usual situation and achieve my wildest dreams, make Papa proud, do something he'd never seen. Little Stephen Ladybird flying up into the sky, doing the impossible, becoming a man fly. My eyes start to multiply, extra legs begin to grow. I get sticky pads and hooks replacing my fused toes. Out of my back, cellophane wings unfold, gently clasp in the air, getting ready for what Daddy told. My skin has turned black, and my nose is now like a beak. I'm starting to get pickish and thinking of what to eat, which is obviously shit, because I'm now a fly. Thank you. I've been Stephen Ladybird. Goodbye. Thank you very much there, Stephen Ladybird brings it in with the insect jokes every time and they're absolutely beautiful it's really lovely uh, ladies and gentlemen we have another great act for you tonight he's been here before he tells you things that you think you know and when he tells you you're like oh of course there's observations ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Bobservation ladies and gentlemen it's Bobservation alright how are we all doing at the brown bear I'll, I'll leave you there I was going to move this this guy down the front here around so you can see me you can see me <coughs> okay all right. You guys like wildlife programs? Yeah. Mm, they're all right. Oh, Turn me down a bit there. Uh, yeah, I, I've been watching wildlife programs, uh, and uh, I like wildlife programs. <laughs> I like the cinematography and everything. I like David Attenborough. Attenborough, I know you say like Attenborough. Attenborough. Anyway, uh, I guess the I guess the Me Too movement uh, hasn't reached the animal kingdom yet, huh? Uh, I've been watching the lions and uh, they're kind of regressive with the ladies. Uh, they're kind of like, hey, I want to have sex. And they're like, ah, get off. And uh, yeah, and uh, so I've been looking up more about animals and stuff. And uh, so it turns out the Argentinian lake duck 
It's got a 19-inch penis. It's a regular-sized duck, but it's got a 19-inch penis. And I looked at it, I was like, why the fuck do you need a 19-inch penis for? And um, and apparently it wraps it around the fucking the, the female duck's neck. I'm like, well, what, what does it fuck it with? If it's wrapping its penis around its neck. Anyway. So that's my uh, my my observation of the week, but I've got a I've got some jokes for you, some real jokes. I've been rethinking some stuff. I've been rethinking some knock knock jokes. So uh, yeah, I've got some knock knock jokes for you. Okay, uh, I don't need you to do the uh, who's there bit. I've got it all covered here, right here. Okay, um, okay. So uh, knock knock, who's there? Madonna, Madonna who? How many other fucking Madonnas do you know? Miss me, Madonna, you know, true blue, all that shit. All right, okay. Fair enough, Madonna. I got you. Just fucking with you, Madonna. I know it's you. Okay, I got another one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Engelbert. Engelbert who? Don't make me say my fucking surname. I'm just fucking with you, Humperdink. I know it's you. <laughs> I only know one fucking Engelbert. There's only one doofus I know called Engelbert. Okay. <laughs> uh, Humperdinck, that's quite a funny name. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like he, uh, sounds like a kind of, well, a kind of racist name he may have been given if he was in Vietnam. Uh, and he had this kind of predilection to a uh, Southeast Asian pussy, if you know what I mean. You might have to think about that one. Dink's it, uh, never mind. Humperdink, right? Okay. <laughs> Dink's like a, it's kind of a racial slur for Vietnamese people, or, you know, Southeast Asians in general. Okay, yeah, cut that bit out, right? Um, okay, last one. Knock, <laughs> uh, knock. Who's there? Uh, it's R. Kelly, motherfucker. You know it's my. You know it's my cell. <laughs> I'm the most famous person in here and you've been stood out there I'm always banging on the fucking door um <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah um <laughs> oh so shit uh, uh yeah knock knock who's there it's okay um it's R. Kelly, motherfucker. I've been stood, uh, you've been stood at my cell door for ages. I'll be banging on the door for ages. Um, yeah, no, fuck that. It's, that went much better again when I, I wrote down in my head. Uh, no, I was meant to do R. Kelly's voice then, I think. I was meant to get much more into character. I was meant to go, knock, knock. Who's there? It's R. Kelly, motherfucker. You know it's my cell door. I want some food. And then, and then I'll whatever. And I'll go, uh, oh, oh, just fuck it with you, R. Kelly. Um... I don't know, I'll always be fucking with you, R. Kelly, like you fuck with them kids, however. Uh, okay, and then one more joke at the end. Um, was going to run around. Oh, sorry. One more joke at the end. Sorry, I'll be rethinking. One more traditional joke at the end. Okay. Um, an Argentinian lake duck walks into the bar. <laughs> Barman says, why the long penis? Okay, there you go. Louis Jumble, absolutely fantastic stuff from Bob Servation <laughs> there. Uh, we all know and love him because... It's Maybe great. I should have done that bong. Oh, he's back. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is he gone? Maybe I should have done that bong between uh, 
Okay, I think he's gone off the, okay, gone off the stage. He's going now. Anyway, some fantastic observations and observation there. Always great to see him because he likes to point out things you don't really think about. And then when he mentions them, you think, oh, shit, yeah, that happens to me as well. <laughs> so some great stuff there. And that's why we call him Bob Servation because he observes stuff. And he, uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, coming up now with our final headline act. Uh, he's, you've seen him before, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, please put your hand together for Johnny Ribena, the bard from the pubs. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Ribena, the bard from the pubs. Gather round this flat earth, dear friends, and witness how this story ends. Populated with populism, schisms and schemes. Dreams of sovereignty, God save the Queen. Empty tanks, Afghanistan, every woman, child and man. Booing the national team as loudly as they can. The British love a queue, unless they have to queue. This queue, that queue, near queue, far queue. Don't be a Nigel, thank you very much. He has the Midas touch, jolly English prankster, tricky little trickster. He pops up on YouTube adverts full of mirth, selling advice on how to avoid the perils of inflation for all he's worth. What a piss-taking cunt he is, actually acting if none of this is anything to do with him or his lot. Not by a long shot or a wild stab in the dark, either will do. Piers Morgan appears to be a crab apple carved out of pork. His mate Donald has called for a recount in Texas where he actually won. Just a bit of fun. Biden said bye then to Boris's deal. How do we feel about a shortage of chlorinated chicken? What the bloody dickens? Let's get back to Victorian values. Workhouses, carts before the horses, gutter snipes and mudlark for the courses. Four candles and dead parrots and God save the Queen. Keep an eye on Andrew, mind you. The royal family have a long tradition of nonces and ponces. They can fix it for you. Can you see what it is yet on Epstein's Island? Paris, France, Paris, trance. First Dando died, then Dodie died, and Di wasn't far behind. Dido has gone quiet, murder she wrote. There's a boat stuck in the Panama Canal. Bloody hell. Where's my flat screen telly, Terry? Very inconsiderate. I've got no toilet roll for my arsehole and the petrol station irritation we created to stop immigration. It's testing my very patience. Clap for the nurses and steal from their purses. What a carry on this new normal is. Keep up, carry on, sing a song of hypernormalization wisdom as you get older three things happen the first is your memory goes and i can't remember the other two shout leave means leave as you raise your right sleeve and don't worry dear it's all just project fear joan collins was on the telly doing a bit for the slightly over 50s encouraging them to get the double jab like aj's face it's not my place to say this isn't the first time she's had two pricks in her jolly hockey sticks two hard bricks for the british bulldogs knackers and knickers to the eu they tell us more than we do. Weatherspoons and Greggs will save us. Marks and Spencer's cheesy quavers. Stiff upper lips and rotting fruit in the fields. Lorry parks and espadrilles. Espadrilles, that sounds a bit foreign. Vote against it. Brexit stage left, you silly clip. Diesel has the words die and sell in it. If you believe that, you, you don't believe it has a half-life shelf price. What a tangled web we weave, as we were to half-believe the meme news up my sleeve about the Wu-Tang Wu hand bat relief. They made it all up, bat signal, do your research. It's the new Church of Jesus fucking Christ. Greg N-I-C-E, ooh-la-la, wee-wee, that just occurred to me. A pet hamster is, is taking the crypto world by storm by outperforming top traders such as Warren Buffett. Little Miss Muffet is said to love it up her tuffet, taking pot shots from a turret. The German... Germany-based anonymous owner of the furry investor described him as the world's first crypto hamster and that was just the new normal news I've been Johnny Ribena the bard from pubs he's like Phil Jupiter he's back ladies and gentlemen Johnny Ribena's back and he's giving it 100% you've seen him before that was on fire that was fire that's what the young kids say fire so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for coming to the Brown Bear Comedy Club tonight uh, I just had a look over there in that corner and Bob Observation's looking very down <laughs> very down indeed so uh, we'll have a chat with him we'll see if he's doing alright later so uh, that's yeah. Bob Observation's last time at the uh, yeah, Brown oh, Bear that's what it is okay well yeah. thank you very much ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming tonight have a great night have a great surf journey home uh, well good night and good luck sweet dreams over and out
And that was this week's Idol Matinee podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we still didn't do the improv of the mums at the school day- gates. We will do that next week and we've got nothing else to clear up. So that's goodbye from me, Ben. That's goodbye from Greg. Um, au revoir. I've been Gregoire. That's goodbye from Chris. See you guys. Thank you. That's goodbye from Johnny. Adios from me. Where's all the petrol gone? I go on and on. Can't understand how I last so long. I must have superpowers. Wrap 225,000 hours. Get a calculator. Do the math. I made a thousand songs that made you move your ass. And for the last 300 months, I made 16 albums with me on the front. And they bump. Where you get your beats? I heard 93 rappers say bitch like me. Two singers and 10 comedians. And I'm still gonna yell it every time you see me in. What's my favorite word? Why they gotta say it like short? You know they can't play on my court. Can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Where you get that from? Grab a mic, spit one. Let me hit that plum. Pimp C, 8 ball, and MJG. Keep spitting that D to the IMP. Bun B, that's Texas, baby. Ball and G, that's Memphis, baby. Short dog, that's Oakland, baby. Ain't nothing but pimpin' these days, G. My nigga C got locked up. But these real hoes still know they got to fuck. Give a fuck, nigga, what you say. Short dog, fuck with UGK. Do you really wanna be like me? Spit game like Snoop and T.I.P. Pretty girls in the VIP. They came with Dre. They don't need ID. Go to whistle. Your mind is gone, your brain is glazed You've been wide awake for the last three days Popping pills, it goes down for real Don't stop, just keep rolling downhill Crash and burn, can't stand, fall back You're doing too much, you can't handle all that Man, it's been way too long Time to let the whole world play your songs Like me, my shit gets around Lead the country, come back and hit the town I'm in Miami, New York, and ATL Houston and LA, Axe Dave Chappelle By my rich bitch, he got her from me And made 50 million dollars, I'm proud of you, D But I'm crazy, you don't wanna be like me I come from me, Stockton, where the youngsters get hypey Blow it Blow the whistle Blow the whistle too short, up all night, baby. Album number 16. Y'all can't fuck with that.